What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And joining us today is one of my favorite people in the entire world, our good friend, Caitlin Kaju. What's up, y'all? And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic ideas, artist suggestions. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, MoGraph.com, all the things. Woof. Send us something. Noob, expert, doesn't matter what your question is, just hit us up. Let us know. If you want to know what's a keyframe, just ask us what's a keyframe. If you want to know what is a uh, complex hierarchy filled with many multiple, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you just make it. I'm just making now. things up. I hear a I was like, in all there. right, I'm following you. Don't ask him that because right. he no, don't no. know. <laughs> if you want to know about complex OSL shaders... Within your me. camera no. tags and octane, we could probably find someone. You could ask us. Yeah. yeah. How <laughs> is a keyframe? Yeah. Nice. How yeah. Everyone a, asks, "What good. is a keyframe?" They never ask, "How is the how key is frame? a keyframe?" Or even why? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Exactly. How to keyframe? <laughs> what render engine best? <laughs> yes. Uh, still, so many people ask that question. Mm-hmm. Still. Still. It's too many of them. I don't know. Yeah. I'm out of that loop in a big way. BestRenderEngine.com. Oh That's all you got to know. If anybody yep. asks you, BestRenderEngine.com. When is a keyframe? When? Shit. Why is a keyframe? <laughs> what makes an MC? We, we really need a t-shirt what makes that a DJ? which render engine best, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Just like yeah. the most ridiculous. That'd be good. I like that. What render engine? Yeah, that render Watt is fire. Render engine. Watt render engine. <laughs> Watt render engine. So hit us up and ask us Watt render engine, and then we will introduce you to bestrenderengine.com, and you can yes. check it out for yourself. There's so many questions about that still. It's just like, dude, 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 dude. just try them. Yeah. Try them. Try em. them all. Try them all. Did, what do you like? Did you, there's demos. Did, which one do you like? What do you like? What works for you? <laughs> No? Oh, this is gonna be yes. bad. Like, because like you're commenting Kay- in the chat. Well. the chat silently. <laughs> I'm just no, asking I'm like, hard I'm getting very questions. impressed that you're able to like because I know you focus that, that well. <laughs> I got yes. you know, I'm always containing this big brain. I like the question though. You gotta yeah. read it. Could, yeah, could, could God, God make, make a cube, cube so big even he couldn't render it? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Could, Bringing could that God, into the modern day. Could mo- God make a scene so big that even he didn't have enough VRAM? <laughs> Maybe that's what Earth is. <coughs> that's you true. Know? The universe. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot it's going one, on. It's one, one million bajillion trillion GTX. <laughs> the TI. TI. <laughs> RTX Infinity. Right. Anyway, speaking of rendering, speaking, you know what you don't have to render in what? is what? Unreal Engine. Yeah. Because it's real time. Yes. And, I have uh, heard that. Feeding, I mean, technically, yeah. you do re- render at the end. It's just If you're rendering time. cinematic, it's just fast. Yeah. That's the universe <laughs> we're in. It's the real time one, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a simulation, so. Yeah. 
But if you follow us on Instagram, you probably noticed that we put a lot of stories out. We re what do you call it? We is it still regramming if it's a story? I have no idea. You're reposting the story, re regram story. I am not story hip with the lingo, so I've and I don't re-grammed. even know how to regram someone's yeah, thing. I actually don't know how to do that. Unless someone have tags ever- me in it, then I say, Oh yeah, send it to my timeline. But that's all I know how to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like <clears throat> you've you've like posted someone else's story before. Yeah. Well, right? is as long as they tag me in it. Yeah, then you can if share. If no one tags me, then I don't know how yeah. to share something. Okay. It's a well, complex that's... network of all manner of yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, Who's to say? Yeah. It's nice. But anyway, if, if you look at our stories on occasion, you'll notice that we do restory uh, Feeding Wolves a lot. Who has been working through or finished, I think, Jonathan Winbush's course and has posted a lot of things that she's learned. And not just in the course, but stuff that she's learned from his tutorials. She's been working with uh, uh, Capture Suit, mm. uh, Rococo, I think. Fun. And so she created this little short, and uh, I'll post a link to it in the notes and you can check it out. It's like an ice world, and there's a giant, like, robot person kind of like cyberpunkish robot person i'm looking at it now on the gram hey speaking of what up what up holy shit hello jonathan winbush (laughs) speaking of which (laughs) and uh so jonathan winbush actually sent the the link to me last night so we're going to uh do a special probably sometime in february we got to work out the details and get a couple people on who have taken the class and who have created stuff with it because so many people are sending uh, really cool things that they've done in Unreal. So it's make exciting. sure you check that out. That's make sure awesome. you check out creating the Unreal because uh, you know it's awesome. And uh, while you're at it, check out "Stop Being Afraid of Houdini" and our crash, our AR crash course for Spark, mm-hmm. and uh, check all that stuff out, yo. Yo. And also, also, you can also check out Caitlin's podcast. Let's talk about that for a second. So, oh. Uh, Give us, <laughs> we give us the D. Yeah, got, it got serious. We're talking podcasting. Um, <laughs> so tell us about your uh, podcast. You've got how many episodes now? Is it? Three, Ooh, I think four? there are four now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you know, let's get a quick rundown. It's called Cartoon Feelings because that is what it is about primarily. <clears throat> so, and um, you know, a lot of it is like two D animation, which is. Pretty much all I'm like doing these days anymore yeah. really is like 2D stuff, which is mm-hmm. kind of wild to me, but that's a whole different thing. Um, but uh, a friend of mine, Ira Marks, who lives locally here as well, but he's a comics artist. So like not animation, anything like that, um, really. Uh, but we both just like, as every great podcast is born, like anytime we would hang mm-hmm. out, we would just like sit in a bar for like four hours and like dissect minutely the directing career of like every animated film and like studio and whatever. And not even just animated stuff, but that was kind of a common thread for what we were talking about. So we're like, mm. well, he was like, let's make this a podcast because <laughs> yeah. we're like really starting to get over analytical mm-hmm. with some of this stuff. But, in you know, <laughs> in a fun way that like we're about. And so that's the podcast. And yeah, there's four episodes right now and they're all Pixar movies where the first two are just kind of like hi welcome to this is who we are i guess and um we just kind of ramble on about all of the pixar movies we tried to do a top five like most foundational films Mm -hmm. to pixar Mm -hmm. uh not just like top five favorites but like what makes pixar pixar like why they have such a strong 
flavor and personality. We end up talking about every single freaking <laughs> Pixar movie because like, how can you not? Right. Uh, and that's a two part episode. And then we spend some time with the Incredibles for better, for worse. Check those out. Maybe we do the sequel too. And yeah. uh, on this coming Wednesday, we'll have an episode about soul <laughs> because that's kind of where we were. Mm. We're leading up to like soul, which we didn't know this at the time when we started it, but soul is definitely like, the Pixar movie, like it feels like really? peak it's Pixar good. in so many ways. So good, I haven't so seen it. Yeah, I, I mean, check it out if you're into Pixar stuff mm. at all. It really feels like this is where they've been going for you know so long in a lot of ways. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, then we are we're going to start to do different stuff, and we have a, I believe our next episode after that is Into the Spider Verse, which is the greatest oh, movie yeah, that's nice. ever been made ever. Yes, and, yeah, yeah. It is the best. <laughs> Yeah, and then we're going to, who knows what we're going to get into next. We have some fun stuff, playing different ideas. And then, yeah, we got a couple other movies already recorded for down the line. I think we're gearing up to do a cartoon saloon run of movies. I don't know if you've cool. seen, there. it's an Irish 2D animation studio, and they're really freaking cool. Uh, and their last movie, Wolf Walkers, just came out. Obviously, I don't think it had a theatrical release in the U.S. because of coronavirus but it did in the uk and some places um and it's on apple tv now It's on apple tv plus yeah 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 Yeah, really cute i loved it as an adult uh i have heard from people with kids that their kids love it (laughs) fun for all the whole family i loved it so much so and then who knows what we're gonna do cool that's it feelings your feelings or the cartoons feelings (laughs) that is a great question it's our feelings for sure. For the okay. cartoons. Not the cartoons. to spoil, or just about them. Is um, the cartoons are giving you feelings. And so, yes, they are, can. Yeah. They certainly yes. can. Like, Pixar, yeah. a lot of it is um, talking about which, like, how formative they were for us in a way. Mm-hmm. And then also some complaining. So, like, The Incredibles, I think, is an interesting episode to start with because obviously everybody loves The Incredibles. It's a great movie, but there's a lot of weird stuff in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. So, we talk about all that. We talk, and then, not to spoil it, but the Incredibles two episode is mostly about why that movie wasn't good. <laughs> so <laughs> we go a little negative on that one, but we try to figure out why that is, like why that movie kind of comes off the way it does to us, and different stuff like that. And then, like, it's not out yet, but the Spider Verse episode is kind of the opposite, where we're like, why do we love this movie so much? It's so good, yeah. and then we try to kind of figure out mm-hmm. why that is, and you know mm-hmm. what storytelling or whatever about it. Um, Okay, I want to show you guys something really quickly just to kind of show where this stems from. Let me see if I can maneuver this. Oh, no, I don't think you can. Like, there's a giant poster in my office that's just Uh like Woody and Buzz. It's literally a screen cap from Toy Story 2, I think, Uh um, that I've had for forever. And it's just like, I don't know, it's a guiding light for me, I think, in a lot of ways. Uh So you can't help but be... I don't have any, I don't know, if Pixar wanted to hire me, you feel free to do that. You could definitely contact me. That's fine. Um, but that was my, like, uh, you know, with a lot of animators, that was my aspiration as yeah. a kid. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, just like looking back on the stuff that inspired you to do creative work and like figure out, kind of work through those feelings. We've yeah. joked about, um, we don't have a Patreon or anything yet, but if we launch one, we've joked about calling it cartoon therapy. <laughs> So it's like you've got the cartoon feelings, we're dredging all those up, and then maybe in the Patreon we can kind of yeah. work through them in a little bit more of a a firm way. I don't know if we'll do that or not, but when I was in college, everyone, like all the 3D animators, you know, that was their that was where they wanted to go. You know, we had 
we had one success story at the Art Institute of Dallas about one person who went to the wow. went to go work for Pixar. You know, and it's like, oh, we all want to be like him. Me, I was in the video production, and I was like, oh yeah, that'd be great, but you You're know, like whatever. And then I moved over to 3D, and it's like, oh, that'd be cool, but I, th- I, I'm gonna do something different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, you know, I'm too old now. No, and I totally, I, I feel that too. I, mean, I turned 30 like at the end of 2020 now. So I'm like, I don't know, in that new stage of life, figuring that stuff out. But it is interesting because I've talked about this before, but like my whole deal in high school and like growing up, I was like, I'm going to be a 3D character animator. And I'm like, mm-hmm. going to go to SCAD for a 3D character animator. And I just couldn't afford mm-hmm. it. And so I yeah. didn't. And now it's kind of interesting to think of like, if I had done that, what would I be doing now? Because I don't know. I think about that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like these kind of monumental decisions you make sort of when you're young. And yeah. who knows? I mean, it's totally a different track than anything I've ended up doing. Even when I've done 3D work. It's kind of strange. Yeah. I think I'd be a private investigator. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that doesn't sound too bad. Fun. No. I think it'd be fun. I get yeah. a van. <laughs> and just, yeah, you're not. And watch gear. people all day. You're not yeah. on the computer, or at least, I don't know, maybe PIs in the modern time are on the computer a lot. I guess oh, yeah. I could see that. I think so. I think yeah. so, yeah. Probably have a lot of memberships to those sites that do, like, background checks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah You're I in the see that. deep yeah. web or whatever, 24-7, yeah. like, hunting through people's dark web. internet files. Yeah, deep web, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, no, yeah, dark yeah. web. I've never uh, seen it. <laughs> at my old job, where we would edit people's home videos and stuff, uh, we used to have a few private investigators who came in all the time where they would literally just sit and like follow people's boyfriends or girlfriends to see if they were cheating or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gosh, that job was so depressing. Did that you ever weird. work with uh, the cheaters show? No, but I had a couple of friends who were on it, you know, and like it was total BS, you know, it was all fake. And they say, Are you oh, yeah, sure? Just work because it out. somebody in the chat, I believe, actually worked on that show. That'd be interested. Oh, interesting really? Interesting to hear. Yeah, bus yeah. is wide open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I have been open. told. I have been told. I've also huh. been told that Jerry Springer was fake, and you got paid based on how many times you started a fight, or you know, so on and so. <sighs> I do, but really? honestly, I would mm-hmm. believe that. Yeah. Really ruins mm. the magic for you when you find out stuff like that. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, because yeah, you know. You know, I was so invested before. I was like, this is real dra- human drama. See, look, VJ, he is mm. a lead cameraman for Cheaters. Is Cheaters oh, still on the air? Is it still You're on wrong, the air? Matt. I didn't know. I told you, Matt. Yeah, no, I, I didn't even say, know it was still on the air. Yeah, but how wow, long have you been doing last it? Night? Wow. Like, that's a long time. I'm pretty that sure he's a long time. that for I remember it I've... going on when I was in high school, which was a very, very long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I like didn't. Yeah, I haven't around. even thought about that show in about a thousand. Wow. Yeah, in roughly 15 years. I haven't thought about it. 15 years. 15 wow. years he's been working on. And, and the thing is, like, the reason I saw it back in the day is because we didn't have all of this, like, you know, on-demand media when it started. You'd yeah. always yeah. see cheaters on TV, like, in the afternoons or things Man. like that. I didn't know it was still around. I'd actually forgotten about a lot of this stuff until I was re-watching 
my husband and I watched the Austin Powers movies recently, yeah. <laughs> which Good like stuff. we hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah. And there is, I think in either the second or the third one, I, I don't remember which now they do like a Jerry Springer bit yes. where like yeah, Dr. Yeah, yeah. Evil and like Seth Green are on. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot all about that this show even existed. Maybe it's yeah. Maury. I don't remember. It was Jerry Springer. It was yeah. Because he's in yeah. it. Like he's the yeah. host. And it's yeah. just like, holy sh- Like that movie is so of its time. Yeah. Great, though. They need to make a fourth Austin Powers movie. I would love it if they did. I actually looked it up, and the yeah. Wikipedia page is like they've been trying to do it or talking about it for like 15 years at this point. Right. And I'm like, somebody just needs to commit. Just make right. it. And I want to know what that would look like in the modern day. Right. Mm-hmm. I right, need right. to know I that. Because it's like in the first movie, they're like, it's the 90s. Like, it's the right. 90s. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is from so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. But I mean, I, it, I also need to know how it wrapped up, you know, because apparently, you know, spoiler, the end of the third movie, you know, you find out Austin Powers and Dr. Evil are brothers, mm-hmm. you know, and then Seth Green's character, Scott yeah, he's Evil. he's evil, yeah. He's evil now. Comes full yeah. circle. Right? So, I don't know. The cycle never ends. <laughs> cycle of violence part of british pride dies with each movie (laughs) that's funny i would Mm. also like to say on your podcast that is not you by the way singing no singing the theme song no no i'd like to put out a quick psa to everyone though i know it's i it's really bizarre to me maybe we should tweak it it's not me i swear to god okay i i don't know but uh, yeah so many people have been like (laughs) Do I detect like Kaylin Kaju singing on this? And I'm like, you sure don't. That is not me. It's uncanny. Hmm. I get. I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe we got to re-record the vocals on that and be like, <laughs> you know, do it again. But like, get me out of there. Yeah. None of, none yeah. of that in there. Can I don't you have know. A little less Caitlyn in there. Yeah. Which normally I'm yeah. like, no more. Yeah. <laughs> Just personally, but. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're glad that you were glad that you joined our our network. It's a really good way to uh, get the get the word out on some of these motion graphics podcasts. Because honestly, let's I mean, let's be honest. Like motion graphics podcasts are pretty niche in the yes. grand scheme mm. of things with yes. podcasts. Yeah. So it's hard for us to climb in the ranks and things and uh, and get the word out. So we're gonna promote each other and whatnot. And you'll probably be hearing a little promo at some point. Uh, on cartoon feelings just like you hear with go gorilla yeah i'm yeah. so, gonna put something together yeah yeah, yeah give people the flavor maybe talk a little bit more about you know right now all we have our episodes kind of breaking down movies and storytelling and stuff but we definitely have other stuff we want to get into so mm-hmm. we'll see more on this do, as it develops is it all gonna be like movies and but like do you like no. for me when I think cartoons, when I think cartoons, I think back to the classic like Looney Tunes, Tex Avery style yeah. cartoons. Yeah. And those were my influences. I love like, those. I, yeah. I, I, I used to go to, I go like before bed every night for like an hour. I would watch nothing but like Looney Tunes and yeah. um, um, Tom and Jerry and uh, what was it? The, the ant, ant versus the aardvark or whatever, you know, and oh, I don't tons know that of Tex one. Avery. Yeah. Ant, Ant versus the Aardvark, it was it was uh, very similar to like the the Pink Panther cartoons and stuff like that. You know, it was really good. So really, a lot really of animals good. duking it out in these I cartoons. Know, right? <laughs> That's awesome. I loved to get up at like 6 a.m. and watch the Pink Panther reruns. We were all yeah, that was pretty good. 
Yeah. Yeah, we will definitely cuz I think even by our definition we might at some point get more into comic stuff too, which is mm-hmm. definitely Ira's forte cuz he's a comics artist. He's like working on graphic novels. Uh look him up. Cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh so and yeah, my background is not as much that, but I think we're we're really interested. A lot of it is about telling stories and like storytelling. I feel like it's something that we gravitate to a lot when we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. So it feels like more than that. We actually, I'm just spoiling all these future episodes, but okay. uh, the next one that we're going to record, I You're believe, teasing the future. Episode. Yeah, give it a little taste. Is we want to <laughs> talk about Pixar's last <clears throat> short that came out. So mm-hmm. I guess presumably if you'd seen Soul in theaters, this would have been, you know, the preceding right. short. Pixar's like, you know, always done stuff like that. Uh, and it's called Burrow and it's this really cute little animal story. But it's short form, you know, it's like probably like two or three minutes, maybe if even that. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. we want to talk about that and then talk about short film and all this stuff. Uh, it's just a different, you know, way to. So I'm hope the two, like, you know, there's not a lot of. um filmmaking in terms of technical stuff that we get into or anything yeah. like that but mm-hmm. I, I like to think that you know people who are interested in writing their own original content might get something out of it because we're just you know we're just dissecting like why does this work like why is it fun or what are the influences that people are drawing from why did they make these choices and then if we don't feel like those are the right choices we'll talk about why all with you know the little disclaimer that we're not you know freaking movie geniuses like scions of storytelling whatever so there's always like the alternate viewpoint and if anybody wants to yell at us about that they're (laughs) certainly welcome to honestly like love to have a dialogue about that but yeah just kind of you know peep in any of that stuff and uh we don't have any plans i guess concretely to talk about stuff like looney tunes but Mm -hmm. i have think about those a lot or like the old disney shorts that were kind of like that uh, HBO, HBO Max, one of the cool things that I loved about it or that I love about it is that it's got every single old Looney Tune commercial cartoon Ooh, on there. Wait, it does? I didn't every go single every one. one. That's yeah, awesome. From like the that. old, oh, I didn't old know that. black and white ones all the way up, you know, and it is, wow. it is so awesome. cool. Like I'll just pop those on like while I'm hanging out with my kids and just let them run. You know, and it is it's so nostalgic to like sit back and watch even you know, the racist ones. Do they put I the think, racist ones in there? I think still? there may be still some racist ones. Yes, wow. I you would know. be. Yeah, like their go to for those. Like I have big DVD box sets of Looney Tunes and mm-hmm. they keep the racist cartoons on there. They just have a disclaimer at the start yeah. that's like, hey, gotcha. you know, and Disney Plus is doing the same thing, too, actually, for some mm-hmm. like um, I watched Lady and the Tramp recently as one uh-huh. does. Yeah. And it had the same thing because oh. it's full of like racial stereotypes. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. That yeah. they're just like, hey, yeah. by the way, like we know that this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and here is yeah. the movie. Yeah. But I mean, that's how it was back then. So. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. There, there were there were some Looney Tunes deals that I was just like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like looking back now and i remember seeing it as, as a kid and didn't really think anything of it but yeah good lord yeah yeah it's really blatant I, yeah. some yeah. of it yeah, yeah it's yeah. very shocking yeah. yeah like there was the one with like i don't know it was like bugs bunny and porky pig or something and someone gets on a plane to go somewhere and it's like africa yeah it's like showing on the map and it's like dark africa darker africa Mm-hmm. And it like just I don't keeps showing, and you're like, you know what? I slightly God. do remember that. Yeah, yeah, it's rough yeah. stuff, but you know, yeah. it's good to know about it. All it's the... good to be aware of it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah. Like they're so it animation is like that. Film mm-hmm. is like that. Everything's like that. Like you grow up loving it and then you look back and you're like, huh. you that's stuff changed. we talk about too in cartoon feelings too is just like being honest about all of it. It's just like mm-hmm. yeah. of course I love old Disney stuff, but like, yeah, I mean it was also really messed up. And you can just I don't know, reckon with that kind of, I guess. Yeah. What I even do? wonder about the the stuff we watch now, like on Family Guy, some of the gay jokes and things that they yeah. made back in like 1999. You watch yeah. it now, and it's like, ooh, yeah, man, hundred oh, yeah. percent, yeah. yeah. Um, um, so. I was a huge <laughs> fan of the uh, Tex Avery, like, um, it was like a day in the life or a look into the future, you know, like the future oh, car yeah. or the future house you know, mm-hmm. or the future farm or something like that. And yeah. it was like, it would show off all these like super cool things. And they always, they always made the same joke about, uh, uh, the mother-in-law, you know, <laughs> like, Oh, oh here's yeah. the, uh, you know, in, in this house, you, everyone has their own entrance, you know, for the father, for the mother, for yeah. the kids <laughs> and for the mother-in-law, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it goes directly into a, into like a, yeah. a meat grinder. Or right. Something. Something like- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's uh, I mean, it's all uh, uh, like this isn't this isn't funny in the same way. But I will say, just like springboarding on this and talking about it, uh, like I love that Disney Plus has a lot of the old Disney stuff on it too. Not just you know old Disney movies, whatever, but the shorts too. And um, I had never seen this one before until recently. But as part of this podcast, we were talking about it, and they had like. I don't remember the name of it, but there was the show where Walt Disney would actually like come on TV and be like, I'm yeah. going to show you the world of the future, like whatever it was. Yeah, yeah and, the Sunday. Yeah, and they would do really yeah. cool, like random topics. And one of them was this Mars and Beyond short. I don't know if you have seen that. Like I loved mm-hmm. it, so I'd never seen it and I watched it. And it's really cool because it's just this like, I want to say it's like an hour long. It's probably shorter than that. But it's just about like what they thought Mars could be. Yeah. And it feels so mm-hmm. random. And I was just like, oh, I love this. Like, I loved this kind of stuff when I was a kid. It's like beautifully designed, really cool. Mm-hmm. Same kind of style as a lot of those like older mid century. So it's like Looney Tunes and Disney stuff sort of had a similar aesthetic. And they, it's like, this was maybe what alien life would look like on Mars. And then there's just right. like weird yeah. aliens like doing stuff <laughs> and like hunting each other. And then it like, it gets kind of funny where there's this weird, and this is, it's kind of questionable, but this weird little section where there's like a, a man and like his secretary and then the secretary gets kidnapped by an alien. And then there's like a 10 minute sequence where she's just being like harassed by this alien on Mars <laughs> while like nobody helps her. But it's just like, what is going on here? And, and it's, they're like, this is what it's going to look like in 1990 when we're on Mars. They really are. And they, it's, it was yeah. funny, too, because they made this in, what, like the 60s, probably. And um, mm-hmm. it, then they're like, well, you know, it can't, we can't wait to find out more about Mars because, like, who knows? Any of this could be real. And now, looking at it in 2020, like, we know a lot of the stuff that they talk about in that isn't real. Right. And it's right. just like, but it's a cool little piece of history. And it was... I don't know. Stuff like that was really inspirational to me. Well, it's because the science is advanced now to where we actually know that the Earth is flat, right? Yeah, we finally cracked the case. (laughs) There isn't Mars. That's a projection. Right. (laughs) It's not a planet at all. Yeah, that's the deep state putting Mars there. Right. On the deep web. Yeah, it's actually just a uh, piece of cardboard. It's so wild. That stuff is really cool. So I don't know if any of this sounds interesting to you. You'll probably like our podcast because we just spend a lot of time being really nerdy about animation history and et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And how good Spider-Verse is, which comes up a lot. It's so good. 
It's unreal. It's so, so good. Ugh, we, ugh. I, we had to do a project recently uh, for EA, you know, and they the reference they gave us was Into the Spider-Verse, you know? Mm-hmm. They gave oh, us, yeah. like, a, a still image, and so I was able to, like... You know, copy some of the colors from it, and I was like, it was. It ended up being my favorite one out of all of them that we did, yeah. Because you know, I got to put my own spin on it, and like having mm-hmm. having like watched it a thousand times, and you know, hearing people talk about what made it so different than every other movie, I was able to incorporate some of those little things in there, yeah. You know, and absolutely fell in love with the animation. It's like one of the few animations I actually liked from last year. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's so cool. And it like there's so much inspiration to mine from that. I don't know. I get mm-hmm. fired up every time I watch it. Yeah. I like that we're playing matchmaker in the in the chat. Like we're playing podcast matchmaker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is we, going on in cause, here? Cause I love v, it. VJ and Gorns is uh, is I don't know if it's if that's how you pronounce it. It might be G Warns, you know, that G-Warns. could be like the that's VJ true. name, G Warns. Mm-hmm. What up, G Warns? Anyway, uh, I I think the two of them are getting together on a on a VJ podcast. This could yeah. be a thing. Right. That is cool. I would yeah, love to see yeah. that. Y'all should do that. That'd be fun, especially now with like Unreal Engine. I'm seeing what yeah. people are doing with Touch Designer and Unreal Engine right now. Oh Touch Designer is so cool. I, I don't know like anything about that. Man, <laughs> that's what all cool. this stuff is new to me. I'm so disconnected from the. The world of Unreal, the world mm-hmm. of 3D anything, the world of, like, live stuff. I'm off in it's my own zone. It's good to keep an eye zone. on. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah. Won't, I won't dive into any of that unless absolutely necessary. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm at the learn. point where yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to learn new software unless yeah. it is necessary, you know. I kind of get that. Man. I am I kind of get that. Yeah, I've hit that age. I'm, I'm an old oh, man. Oh, Unity. VJ says Unity. Unity. Okay. Okay. Cool. oh yeah cool. but there's like there's too much yeah. stuff out there and that's i mean i don't have much to talk about with this but like the only real reason i'm not doing any 3d stuff anymore is it's just like that's just how stuff has worked out because like mm-hmm. when i was getting into right. it i was you know at the atlantic still and i kind of was able to work that in yeah um and honestly i was using my own copy of cinema so it was like you know and yeah. at this point with the way things have gone like i don't i still have my i'm like on r20 or whatever but like i'm not paying mm-hmm. for a subscription like i don't have it you know, yeah, and then I'm not yeah. working on any 3D stuff, and it's just like, just not the way that my career went. I yeah. guess. I mean, it's been a couple of years, I guess, since I've really been in it. I don't know. I'm kind of bummed out about that in a lot of ways because I <laughs> liked it a lot, but like, it's just uh-huh. like I can't. I'm not in a position really to like make it happen now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, unless like if the opportunity did arise, I think that would be really awesome. And it just yeah hasn't so i'm doing way more 2d where, after effects where are you working now so okay. yeah yeah Big yeah news. we need to play catch up we yeah. need to rewind yeah um well, last time you were well two ta- two two episodes ago you were on you were at the atlantic yeah. and then yeah. last time you were was that at... secret powers okay it must because yeah. that's Whatever i left the dallas company yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. Dallas i left one. the yeah. atlantic to work at secret powers which are, they're still great i'm freelancing for them now i love them so much they're awesome uh then they're like an all remote studio which doesn't mean anything now i guess right. but like back <laughs> right. in the day so normal pre all remote <laughs> they were all remote yeah. groundbreaking uh and they do a lot of video game marketing so i left the atlantic where i was doing a lot of editorial stuff which was just all over the place aesthetically and then i went to secret powers and i guess it's kind of the same as all over the place aesthetically but not the same it's a little more vfxy like stuff i was mm-hmm. doing there mm-hmm. um and I don't know, just like video game promos, trailers, 
different stuff. A lot of it was not like full animated. It's adding, you know, animation or like, you know, even just like simple graphics to footage, whatever, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But then uh, I left Secret Powers in October last year to, so I guess now I'm kind of in the the big scary intimidating world of freelance finally amongst the people which i've always yeah for a while i was like man i'm like the only person i know really who's like still hanging out on that full-time zone that's not true but you know there's so many freelancers out there at this point um but i'm doing i'm on a long contract with box for their netflix show box explained so i'm actually kind of back in the atlantic world in a way like the work is very similar i thought i had seen something about vox with you so, yeah, I might have yeah, tweeted okay. it at some point or something, just being like, hey, so I'm doing now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually still on break for that show right now. So I'm going back next week. Yeah. So like the 25th. That's so all right now. I'm like, I'm just doing some freelance over the past few weeks. Uh, but yeah, and then I, I think that's really where I'll be through August, which is cool. pretty cool. That's I worked good. on. That's good to be booked till August. Yeah, and I love yeah. honestly, I really, really love it. I guess I can't I probably can't talk much about it. I've worked on a couple <laughs> things so far. None of it is out. Um, but I forgot how much I miss doing that kind of editorial work where it's like, mm-hmm. you know, here's a subject. Because the whole thing with Vox Explained yeah. is it, there are like half an hour episodes, you know, give or take, or like 20 minute episodes about a topic, and then they just go all into it. And like um they I didn't work on this, but they released a miniseries. They've done a few miniseries. Uh, and the last one I think that they released on Netflix was about voting. It was like a three episode series about like cool. the history of voting in America and the different, you know, and kind of up until the present time, uh, which is like really timely and cool and graphically yeah. looks incredible. Like they always are doing really cool, different stuff with animation. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty exciting to be working on something like that. Uh, and then after that, I don't know what i'm doing yeah <laughs> yeah julie says you're keeping us guessing uh yeah julie <laughs> you know yeah i'm keeping myself Julian. guessing really i'm like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what's going on julie and billy watching from detroit there that's uh billy says it's not something that you need to force if you're doing your own yeah. thing which makes sense i mean you don't have to do 3d yeah you know i know and, and uh, it's just well, I get probably I feel like even talking about different programs, like you were talking about, like not learning something new unless, you know, you, it's kind of part of what you're doing. Yeah, but right. it's so hard. Everybody talks about this in MoGraph stuff. Like, it's just so hard because there's so much. Yeah. And yeah. we're all yeah. like creative people. So we want to do all the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Ugh. and then even with 3D, like I always love doing the 2D look for 3d stuff yeah, same here that's right. honestly part of when it like why spider-verse was so resonant on top of it just kicking mm. ass and being awesome yeah. um so i miss doing that but it's just you know there's just so so much and mm-hmm. like it's funny because i spent a lot of my time drawing now i did a lot of uh well at the atlantic i was like always storyboarding stuff and then you know making my own assets and all that stuff and then doing box work is pretty similar in a lot of ways there's a lot more storyboarding that i've done Mm -hmm. so far and um i don't know i just sometimes you know i spend like three days in a row just like on my ipad drawing stuff yeah and i'm like this is weird i love it like i really love it and i feel like seeing your your so i i will say it's been very i I like what you've been posting seeing your progress you you know over the past couple years that you've been posting online and it's like it's it's very very good yeah 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 thanks so much that's been cool In to see style. where I'm going. 
<laughs> the style good. reminds me of something and I can't I, I think we were talking the other day I said I can't put my finger on what that style is that that because it's the rats that you drew yeah it's like I'm like it looks like a children's book or something from my childhood and I cannot yeah. place the artist if you look at my Instagram, I think is what you're specifically talking about. I did some like, it was like Rattober in October. Mm-hmm. And I did a bunch of ink drawings of rats doing like various cute shit, which is kind of like my whole energy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, though, because I, yeah, we chatted about this and like some of it, it's definitely getting back to that mid-century style. I almost wonder if it's like a Disney golden book or something that like maybe you're thinking of something like that. Yeah, Almost yeah, like yeah. a golden book. Yeah. Yeah. Like not um, exactly, but th- there's something in there that I'm pulling from for sure. Is it? Yeah. What, it, what was that author's name? I, I have no idea how to spell this, but Maurice Sendek? Yeah, Maurice Sendek. Oh, yeah, like uh, Where the Wild yeah, Things Are. From Where the Wild Things Are, I yeah. I don't think that's the style, because that's a different style. Yeah, that's he is very, style. like, kind of textured. Mm-hmm. I want to find it at some point. I'm going to send it to you. You'll see Yeah, I, I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that style. I hope it makes a comeback, because it's super yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very into that, and it's not quite the same as that, but, like... This sort of a similar energy. I'm pivoting now, sort of, to talk about this project that I just did that was also all in Procreate, but was animated, mm-hmm. um, which I have it on so my you, website. Th- uh, but right like here. a lot of, do it. Yeah, do you right have here. it? You, yeah. You see, well, you see the the one I brought up here on the. Oh yeah, yeah, on, yeah. On the on the thing like that style. Some maybe somebody will will recognize that style and and. Yeah, it's something you, very mid century yeah. to me, which. And I think where I'm getting that from specifically is like mid-century Disney cartoons. Yeah. I don't yeah. know exactly. It's still not exactly it's the same beautiful. because like, but, but there's concept art from that time, like from the studio that kind of has this feeling. A lot of what I'm like cribbing directly from is Mary Blair stuff. I don't know uh, whom amongst us knows this, knows her, <laughs> but uh, she was just like a Disney artist you know, during that time period that did a lot of color stuff and like a lot of shape driven kind of design. Yes. She did. Is she the one that did like the design for it's a small world? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Yep. Dead on. And I'm just like fully obsessed with her. And, um, and that's like, I kind of brought that up because like her color palettes are incredible. Like the stuff that she Mm -hmm. would do with color was so amazing. And Mm -hmm. when I did this animated short that I posted recently, it was just like fan art for this funny podcast that I fucking love everybody should listen to um i stole the colors all directly from her and it's nice because people were like i really like what you do to the colors and i was like yeah i know because i know where is that at is that on your uh Um, insta or you can find it on my website directly so kcadju.com i posted it on vimeo uh i also posted it on my youtube channel i think it's like literally the only video i've ever posted on youtube and i sort of did it out of a sense of obligation because i just don't understand how any of this i haven't done anything like this in a long time so i was like do people even use vimeo anymore i don't know that's what i'm doing i don't think they do but i just Mm -hmm. posted it there anyway um what's the name of it it's stir fry's dream because okay it is I can, I don't know. Can I post the link in here? Does that? Yeah, I've got it. it. Okay, I was like, I don't know what this. I've got it. Whatever. It exists, though. And uh, like to get the color palette for this, I obviously did a lot of tweaking and adjusting. I had so much fun. I did this whole thing. Is it Procreate? 
Yeah, I mean, I put it together in cinema. Or no, uh-huh. not cinema. Wow, holy shit. After, um, After Effects. Effects. Can you yeah. imagine? Mm. No. I did, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, there was a lot of compositing stuff that had to be done because I love Procreate. I could not... I'm just you sold on it in so many ways. I hope wow. they keep pushing and keep adding. But there are limitations mm-hmm. in like how many frames you can have in a in a thing. So if you're animating, you're literally like adding layers, you know, and that's like frames. And I would have to split up some of these animations into multiple procreate files to be able to to fit them all. Like to do the flag that animates in here. Mm-hmm. That I actually animated mm-hmm. in cinema first. So I was cheating oh, in a big way. And oh, and you kind I of like loved, trace I loved it. it. It was great. It was really smart. Yeah. And then I rotoscoped it in Procreate. And um, there's so many frames in that thing that I had to split it up into like three different Procreate files that I then just like stitched together in After Effects. It wasn't hard. I just had to, because you yeah. hit a frame limitation where it's like, you know, or like you've, you've used too many layers in this document and you like literally can't do it anymore. Uh, See, so like these stars, like right here, the, the stars here on the side and the way that you do these little explosive elements uh-huh. to me, that looks very bewitched. Ooh, yeah. Yes. You uh, know, thank bewitched. you. And then yeah. like this section here. Let's see if I can, uh, you can see it better at the beginning, but this is very Bullwinkle and Rocky to me. Yeah. 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 yeah it's all that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it. just cribbing that style directly because I love it so much and it's so formative. So great. And I just. If I could live in that style for every project, I probably would. So um, good. But like to get the colors for this, I took a, in like Mary Blair did the art direction for the animated Alice in Wonderland, the old Disney one, mm-hmm. which is a really weird movie. And I don't feel like that many people watch it now. I mean, I love it, but um, I just I took screen caps. Uh, well, actually, somebody had posted online screen caps of the title sequence from that movie because they're just like still illustrations. And I just I dropped all the colors and then I just mixed them up as much you know, until I like thought that they were working for me. And that's fun as hell. And I highly recommend it. And no shame. I am. Thank you, Mary, am, for being a shoulder I could stand on. I am extremely jealous of these, by the way. <laughs> like, nah. yeah, the style on this one here is what's the name of this sex in the 1960s college girl. Like this yeah. style is so awesome. So oh, good. thank you. It's I all coming from style. the same place. I loved working on these. These were my favorite things to work on, I think, at the Atlantic, because that that one in particular and one other one I did in like an old like black and white 1920s, or like 30s animation style. But they were like from articles that were written in the Atlantic at that time, which mm-hmm. I think is wild. Mm-hmm. So like this that is like is, based yeah. off an article that was published in the Atlantic in 1959. Uh, and I was just like, oh, my God, like this is such a pleasant excuse for me to just live in the 1959, <laughs> you know, like UPA, like TV animation world and really push that. Mm-hmm. And um, my only regret, honestly, I wish I had more time when I was making these to just spend like a gajillion yeah. hours on it, because a lot of these were like. I probably had like two or three weeks to put this together. Um, the whole if you're into that Looney Tunes vibe, like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This has that. Is it? Would you consider this the? Is it this text is Avery? Very much text, text Avery. Avery. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just that look, and like some of the scenes, like where all the people are in color, and then the rest of it is kind of a monotone. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, so so. Cool. I love so great. that aesthetic. Oh, like even just the, all these. the individual characters that you had earlier, how they each had their own monochromatic, you know, look. Yeah, that was, super that was 
one of my favorite frames to draw. And also, like, doing, like, background characters like that, where they all are, are so expressive. Like, uh-huh. text, like those guys were so good at drawing stuff like that. Yeah. Like, their characters were always, like, and they're so funny to me. And I just, I loved it. Uh, so it's really fun to play around with stuff like that. And I'll do it again. <laughs> if given the opportunity. I was going to say, like, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking now, like, if we have a project that comes up that yeah. has, like, any excuse to, to mm-hmm. like, contract you out to do yeah. something like this. I'm Hell like, yeah. all Keep right. Keep me in when, mind. I when love can that. we play with this style? Yeah. Like, that's, like, just, that's <clears> what I, that's the thing. Like, I, lo- I love to um, explore styles and then find any excuse to throw it at a, at a client. Be like, look, you got to do this. You got to do this thing. Just trust yeah. me. Yeah. 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 This is the hotness right now. Yeah. This is what the kids are doing. Yeah, and hey, mid-century style, that seems like it doesn't go out of style, so... Yeah. Hopefully it got some more... I don't know. They did the second episode of WandaVision. They did, like, a bewitched spoof intro, you know? Yeah. That's... It's really good. The stuff I've been hearing about that show is really kind of perking my attention, so I I gotta go out of my way to check that out. I I really, really liked it. And I'm so like they they had me hooked with so me personally I I like just like the old Looney Tunes stuff I loved like the Dick Van Dyke show yeah the Dick Van Dyke show to me was like perfect it was so good you know and it may have some sort of influence of why I went into TV because you know he was a writer for a TV show and stuff yeah. like that so. And it was uh, the episode where uh, 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 he writes the story about how uh, 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 his wife keeps on opening his mail, you know, and then he writes a skit, you know, in the show about the character's wife opening his her his mail. And it like is this inflatable, uh, the self inflating raft and stuff. And then the exact same thing happens to Mary Tyler Moore's character in the show. Like that one is it, it's just classic TV and like uh, WandaVision. I, I love that they the the first episode they set it up just like the Dick Van Dyke you know set and everything yeah. like that and it's like oh and the little one liners and stuff it's so perfect it's so perfect and then you get the you know the story in it as well and uh, you got to watch it yeah. you got to watch it this is compelling I think I'm gonna like it yeah so, I didn't ever see that show but there's like bits and pieces of TV from that era that yeah. always were interesting to me. Dick Van Dyke was my favorite. I felt like like I uh, Dick Van Dyke that like him himself was just such a he, he was such a lovable character, you know. Yeah. And it was he was he was very he was very animated and you know uh, yeah. it was it was very very good. I loved that. I one. love the the family guy take on it oh where he's gosh. just it's the intro and he's just like killing himself and falling on broken glass and falls through the stove oh and God, yeah. sets himself on fire. No, I just <laughs> actually, this is yeah. so not anything, but like Neil was watching Night at the Museum the other day, which I just like haven't seen since I was a teenager and I'd forgotten he was in it. And then, but you just see him and you're yeah. like, he's so endearing. Like there's yeah. just something so, I don't know, <laughs> warm about him, I guess. Even though he's like the bad guy in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately it turns out, but like, <clears throat> It's just like <laughs> nice to see him. He just feels Billy's, very iconic. Take a shot anytime something is Matt's is favorite. Matt's, what do you mean? Matt's favorite. Oh, that's oh, my favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. take a shot like a drink. <laughs> All right. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be drunk every episode, <laughs> right? <clears throat> so, what have you been doing as far as 
COVID and oh yeah. getting work done and all that. Has it really changed much for you? And Honestly, no, not really. Yeah. It's been kind of weird. So, I mean, all of this started to go down when I was still working at Secret Powers, and that was kind of a good spot to be in, I feel like, because, like, what are people going to do if they're inside all the time? They're going to play video games. Yeah. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that really Boy, amounted to anything. Boy, did yeah. we. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure it shook yeah. up some stuff because I know there were some live action projects that we'd had planned at that point, like to do mm-hmm. actual shoots. And uh, there were workarounds in that sense where, you know, now Secret Powers, it, much like a lot of us, I think, you know, or I'm sure some of us out there have like developed um, ways to kind of get the camera to people and then do yeah. sort of the remote shoot thing. Because actually mm-hmm. there was a project that we had been working on at the time. I didn't really touch this project. So. Yeah, I didn't really work on this personally, but they did a whole interview series um, for the Yakuza game that was coming out that maybe is out now, I guess. And like George Takei was like one of the voices and that kind of thing. So they did a remote interview with George Takei. And he's like, send an iPad and like a camera and all of this stuff to his house and like get it all set up and do it. Um, But it worked out great. So, (laughs) yeah, indeed. Um, (laughs) Things were definitely weird. Like, that wasn't necessarily the ideal. That was not yeah. the plan, you know, yeah. but, like, yeah. making that work. And mm-hmm. then you you get people that are like, okay, well, now we can't do shoots, so, like, let's do some animation. Um, but in a mm-hmm. weird way, like, I don't think that Vox would have reached out to me necessarily if they weren't already all working remote. I don't, yeah. you know, it's just not that common for yeah. jobs like that that yeah. place a lot of emphasis on like the in-studio kind of collaboration vibe. Mm-hmm. And um, also and they're the usually NDAs that come along with it as yeah, well. You know? yeah. yeah. It is a lot easier to keep that all. You know, there's a yeah. reason why those jobs don't tend to go remote, but since everybody's remote, I think that, you know, helped that be an opportunity that I even was privy to at all. So in a way yeah. it's like, well, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is yeah, great. Yeah. Cause I'm like, this is kind of my bread and butter and i'm like excited to work on this and maybe i wouldn't have had that opportunity because i'm not in new york city or dc or you know anywhere that offices like that would be operating Mm -hmm. uh so yeah it's been strange but good but in a it's just one of those things you know it's hard for me to like i look back and i'm like professionally i'm having a really cool year in hindsight you know i'm doing stuff that i like that i feel like i'm good at um, getting to do cool, you know, projects, whatever. But also, you know, the world is a nightmare, and we never go outside. So <laughs> yeah. it's just uh, like I want to say that it's good, but it's also bad. So I'm just like, man, I don't know. A lot of journaling. <laughs> and, <laughs> a lot of and, yeah. You got married in the last and drawing. Yeah, you that's did. true. Yeah. I got married, but that's another yeah. weird thing. Is like, so we postponed the wedding because it was supposed to yeah. be October 10th of last yeah. year. Which we did. We just got married and we had like a very small, like our families just zoomed in and we like did mm-hmm. a like little right. ceremony and got yeah, married. Yeah, really sweet. Yeah, we've been engaged for a thousand years. We've been dating <laughs> for a thousand years and it was just like, it's time. Like we wanted to do this. And then yeah. so we postponed the wedding and then actually we just right out canceled it recently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just too much. Like it's, you know, too much to... Nobody's having fun planning a wedding, right? Or, you know, maybe right. you are, but like I, I, it's too hard to wrap your head around... Even when it was normal times, I was like not, you know, excited to be doing all the work. <laughs> right. And then I was like, I don't want to kind of deal with all the stuff that goes into this right now. So we're just going to. Um, but it is just exciting. Zo- like that feels and good. Camera and Andrew yeah. Bird. 
right? Yeah, yeah, we did, like, it just happened to fall on the day that Andrew Bird was doing his apparently annual, I didn't know this, but, like, he annually does, like, a live recording of one of his older albums. Mm-hmm. And Neil is a huge Andrew Bird fan, and I like Andrew Bird, so it was kind of a nice, like, we have our Zoom wedding. We actually did eat out at a restaurant, which we have, like, not been doing at all, but we ate outside yeah. at our favorite restaurant that mm-hmm. night. And that was, like, that was really nice that we got to do that. Mm-hmm. This is not at all how I imagined that day was going to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we yeah, came home. Yeah, but now you can come to Camp Mograph, so I mean... Yeah, I know. It's Ooh, win-win. Tell me about... Th- well, I mean, yeah, I'm <laughs> hoping it happens. I yeah. know there's yeah. no guarantees in this world. Hopefully. Right. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, camp was a freaking blast. What, what was that, two years ago at this point, two or was it one ago. year? Oh. I mean, yeah, it was, that's... It was the before times. And, yeah, it was a year and four months or three months or something. So wild. It's crazy. Uh, and it was, that was a truly magical time. I mean, yeah. obviously it was beautiful. And I'm sure the next one will be in a beautiful place. Like man, gorgeous Portland. Vermont camp. Yeah, it's so nice. Yeah. The Portland camp looks really cool. So I'm it's hoping we cool. get to see it. It looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people have talked about this, but like the energy on the last day of Camp Mograph was so perfect it was so yeah. divine it really was just like we're all bummed to be leaving like mm-hmm. you know we we're singing yeah. our camp song like everybody's <laughs> just it was great the speakers were great yeah oh i remember this is gonna sound bad i think we all were worn out because we're just like having so much fun being together everybody's staying up all hours of the night like yeah. we're all exhausted and i remember like sitting in the fireplace room um <laughs> Who's talk? It might have even been uh, Aaron Sarovsky's talk. Aaron I remember. was the last one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and not just me, but I'm like visibly falling asleep in the room. Not because <laughs> I want to. I'm like cozy by the fire. I'm freaking yeah, exhausted. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like trying so hard to stay awake because she was freaking so cool and like saying so all good. this cool yeah. stuff, like talking about really cool projects that they've worked on. I always thought they were really awesome studios. So I was like so pumped to hear that. And like just like looking around the room like we're all like fighting to stay awake so yeah. we can like absorb this but it was a really awesome time so i will be more than thrilled yeah to i we we stayed up that, that last night we stayed up so so oh, late i know just like watching <laughs> watching phil and uh uh bro play uh beer pong, beer pong. <laughs> it's oh, like man. four in uh. the morning Oh man, yeah. Just like EJ yes, and next, next, chest next, bumping. Uh, next uh, Camp Mograph is going to be in Portland, outside yeah. of Portland in Gresham, but it's like basically right next to it. It's uh, yeah. is it Camp Collins? Is that the name of it? Yeah, Camp Collins, I believe. It's uh, super yeah. cool. I'm I'm so excited. Yeah, it, it looks it, fun it, when it happens. When it happens, man. I like it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, so Biden's got his hundred million vaccines in a hundred days i'm like let's get cracking dog let's do it it's like yeah it's like okay shoot me up that's a third of the population right there let's do that (laughs) yeah let's do that you know and it's like okay i'm just you know being organizing an event during a covid year is very scary Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. 
Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes, and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Just the uncertainty. Yeah. We all have, especially as freelancers now that I'm a freelancer, yeah. but, um, <laughs> or whatever. Like, it is weird. Nobody, there's always that element to take into account. And then this just compounds it. Yeah. In so many ways. Like, you just don't know, like, what are we going to be able to do? Like, are places yeah. even going to still be in business? Right. Like right. all of this stuff, like there's just so much stuff that you can't count on that you never thought you would have to worry about. And yeah. It's not fun. It's just not fun. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll just buy a camp. <laughs> like buy some campgrounds right. this year. That'd be Get cool. That we should right? loan money. Right. Put that into a <laughs> for real camp. camp. Right. Yeah. Do I don't hate it. Yeah. I liked the fact that everybody would just kind of chill and take their iPads. Yeah. Into the cafeteria. Yeah. And just I bought an iPad yeah. specifically for that. So that the next camp, I could sit around with everyone and draw, you know? Yeah, it was... And I love that, too. It reminded me... Like, when I was a kid, we would do this. Just, like, you know, you'd get all the, the you know, nerds of different stripes all in right. one place. Like, we're going to have, like, <laughs> the crafting table, essentially. Yeah, and, like, you know, during social times or whatever, there'd always be at least one full round table of yeah. people just drawing and, like, yeah. talking. And I'm like, this is the energy that I live for. And there's, yeah. like, people I'd never met before. Mm-hmm. at that camp that i met for the first time that like we're still in touch yeah you know on a pretty yep. active basis like making ge- like new friendships and all this stuff like yeah. it absolutely has that camp energy yeah it's, it's cool. so great would I'm, do again I'm just, i demand I'm just ready it. for events i'm so ready for events yeah. again. i know me too like i'm i'm it's you're putting an extrovert in a cage you know <laughs> it's like yeah yeah uh you must be suffering. And I'm like, I'm very introverted. I mean, I've been working from home for forever and I love it. I love mm-hmm. to have my own space and like be alone. This sucks. Like I am done with this. <laughs> and like traveling and doing stuff like that was a big part of my my like kind of social structure because yeah. of that. I mean, yeah. we go out here and like hang out with our friends, like go out to eat, whatever. But for industry stuff, I mean, I'm in Troy, New York. I'm in the middle of nowhere. There isn't that here. So I'd go to New York City or yeah. I'd fly to a convention or whatever. And those were like my big touchstones. I'm like, I get to see all my friends, like all right. the cool people, like right. da, 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 da. Now I can't do that. And I'm like, when is this even going to happen? I'm suffering. Yeah. You're like, I'm yeah. ready to make contact. I'm ready to do stuff. You know, it, we'll it, ease back like, into it eventually. All the, yeah. all the online stuff, you know. You're still sitting at your desk, even though you're still talking to all your friends and stuff like yeah. that. But it's just so different seeing them in person. Yeah, it is different. I yeah. can't have a beer with you. I mean, we could, I guess, but right. like, it's not the same. It's just not the right. same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll you can't happen. have those little side conversations and things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And this is spontaneous. Well, I'm like, I mean, this is a t- totally different thing because it's so big, but like, you're going to NAB or whatever. That enables a lot more 
you know, you can just you can run around and like raise all kinds of hell kind of or like go to a big meetup with beers or whatever. And then if you guys want to go break off and like do your own thing or like go to some, you know, different casino or like whatever you want to, you know, you can just do that. And there's a lot of more organic, you know, mixing around, matching Uh and like meeting people. And you just there's no way to replicate that without it. So it's a big loss. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Me and uh, uh, me and my wife were talking about for uh, Valentine's Day going to Vegas. You know, <laughs> yeah, because it's oh, so dirt cheap right now. I'm like sure. literally, yeah, you I can bet. stay at the best hotel with airfare for like two hundred and fifty dollars each. You wow. know, and so it's like even if we just hang out in the room the whole time, yeah, you know, it's not bad. Yeah, it's like it's still a vacation. It's still getting away from the kids. Yeah, shout out to everybody with kids. I don't have kids, but I have to imagine that's also pretty tough. It's hard. I love my children. Contrary to what I've said on previous podcasts, I love my children. (laughs) (laughs) I believe you. But they're gonna be listening to your archive someday. Yeah, they're gonna listen to the old shows like ten years from now and be like, like he said, what? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) rough stuff. So when you're working in Procreate. I wanted yeah. to ask you some questions oh, yeah, about yeah. this because I'm I like I love Procreate, but I'm not mm-hmm. into it as much as I would like to be for time reasons and uh, lack of yeah, artistic that's your ability. Your 3D probably is like <laughs> <Yeah>. my <laughs> 2D stuff and whatever. Yeah, I mean, I I use it on occasion because I will get to a certain point on projects where I'm like, oh, that would be, just be easier to draw. Yeah, yeah. Well bust out the iPad, draw yeah. it, save it as a Photoshop file, bring it in, whatnot. And it's actually really nice and really easy to use. But there are some ins and outs of Procreate that I don't know, that I feel like I don't know. And there's all the animation stuff, which I have yeah. yet to really dive into at all. Um, what's, so what are some What are some tips and tricks and some things that you've been learning mm. that's like, you know, the deep dive into Procreate? Like what? What is something that you feel like people don't know enough about in Procreate? That's a great question. Ugh. <laughs> hmm. Well, I will say, I'm trying to think of stuff that's like not just sort of vague, like painting knowledge or whatever. Um, but maybe the most obvious one that I could see being relevant to everyone is like using it for storyboarding. That makes a lot more sense yeah. to me. Even I don't really, I have a... Uh, like Cintiq that's just been sitting in my closet for forever at this point because <laughs> it's pretty old and it's just massive. Like I don't have room for it. All of this stuff. And the iPad has really replaced that for me in a lot of yeah. ways. So if you are storyboarding, I mean, I love using Procreate for storyboarding. And something that I used to do in Photoshop when I storyboarded in Photoshop was I would use the animation the timeline in Photoshop to do it because it was easy to just like, well, I need a new frame here. So I'll just like add another, you know, frame mm-hmm. or whatever. And I'd use animators toolbar, the extension to do that. Mm-hmm. And now I do the same thing in Procreate because you just make the timeline and then every layer is that. And it's just so easy for me to be like, okay, well, like I need an intermediary frame for these two things. I can just add a layer right in that point, mm-hmm. you know, and then you can play it back to yourself because you can set the frame rate playback. You can make mm-hmm. that like, show me right. one frame a second or whatever, and I could just sit there and review it sequentially right in front of myself and just kind of use that to figure it out. And if you want, I haven't really done this, but you could, um, there's a way for you to set 
you know, so you have like a global frame rate if you're animating Procreate, so right. 24, 12, whatever, like literally mm-hmm. anything you want on a slider. Uh, but you can click, you can select in the timeline any layer and then, you know, prolong how long that layer stays up. So you can also cool. add holds. So even if you wanted to, you oh, could do okay. a rough timing mm-hmm. for anything that you're doing. And can I just, you it's add so audio easy. to it as well? I don't believe so at this point. That'd be nice if you could. You yeah. Know? I like, I'm sitting here just kind of thinking, I'm like, how can I like get the ear of Procreate? Because I have so much. I tweeted this recently to somebody who was of the same mindset, but I'm like, give me an iPad that's like 16 inches. Yeah. Or 24 right. inches if you want to get crazy. But like, yeah. really, make me a 16 inch. I, I don't want the big phone, but I want the big iPad because this is better than Wacom stuff to me. Yeah. Or Wacom or whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I like it's. I just that's what I want to work in. It's so light, it's so easy. Take it around sixteen inches, please give it to me. And then Procreate, if they just ki- kept pushing the animation tools, and I don't know if they want to do that. I don't know, but they used to say they weren't going to put animation in at all. Yeah, and they used to be really like we're not doing it, which I love. You y'all got us real good. Yeah, um, and then they put <laughs> in these animation tools that are already really good for what they are. Like if they just kept adding stuff. Yeah. I it would be very hard for will. me to work in other things. They're, for, they're very for much like, like they're the Photoshop of the iPad. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Like people yeah. aren't using Photoshop, on the, Photoshop on the iPad. Yeah. yeah. Like, no it's not as good. It. Yeah. yeah. But it is, it's tough because I love Adobe stuff. Obviously, I mean I use Adobe stuff all the time. Like I'm happy to be using it, but like for Photoshop, like Procreate is just building itself from the ground up to be so efficient. Yeah. And it just like it's doing yeah, yeah, yeah. these things so well so i have like minor nitpicks 20 years of you know coding that you've got yeah you know go back to and make sure that works and i totally get like we all love to complain you know sometimes about adobe doesn't like sort of streamline all of their stuff but it does like if their whole thing is like we're gonna buy this we're gonna buy this we're gonna buy this and then like put them all together in a suite like they have their work cut out for them. Like it's a yeah. tough situation for them to kind of streamline. Like why doesn't this shortcut do the same thing in these different why programs? Do I still need at least and, two frames yeah. for playback. Uh, yeah. For, and you'll playback. never not. Yeah. And you're like, I have the frames, like just play. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but they have a lot that they need to wade through and procreate is not coming from that angle. So they have a big advantage there. They can just roll onto the scene kind of, and even how they're adding stuff incrementally, I, it gives me confidence that they're kind of adding stuff when it's ready to go. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. like something that I'm very appreciative of right now. And so if at any point, I, I think when they started doing animation stuff, they even, it was like very basic. They were like, here's the yeah. timeline, draw stuff. Yeah. And this is a very small addition. Um, and I could be wrong about this, but I'm fairly sure, or at least I didn't discover it later, that they added an ability to put in a background and a foreground, which is amazing mm. because not only can you, so if I want to animate a character walking through a landscape, I can put that landscape drawing in the background and it'll show up on every frame. Right. So now right. I can see what I'm doing and um, they, they have the foreground too. So if I want to have like a dimensionality where I'm like, there's like some leaves in the foreground or something like i can put that on there and it's just built in and i don't have to worry about it and if they just keep adding Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. like if they added multiple timelines for a single project i would just like shoot through the roof it would be so incredible yeah is there onion skinning already like yeah frame frame to frame okay yeah and it's great because you can you can toggle like how many frames do i want to be able to see at a time and you can add like a ton of frames that you want to be able to to see forward or back or like go down to just, you know, I only want to see like the last frame and the next frame. And then there's a toggle to color those frames too, so that you can 
you know, if you have a background or whatever, like there's just a lot of customization options to make it easier for you. That's um, a lot more than last time I even looked at yeah. it because I remember yeah. there was an app that came out that would do onion skinning and all that and Procreate wouldn't do that yet. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if they added that, I'm sure that the other one is just kind of gone the wayside at this point. The other, whatever app that was. Jeff in the chat yeah, is asking if you've used Time Lord. See, I saw, I saw you ask that. And actually, I bought it and I haven't ever used it yet. But I want to so badly. Um, Which one is that? That's the is, one that's After Effects. It's like Overlord, yeah. but for fo- like cell animation for Photoshop or Flash or Animate, I uh, guess, not yeah. Flash, okay. which I haven't used. Um, I got really excited when I saw that coming out because Overlord is my absolute best After Effects friend. I use it yeah. all- as the days long, all the time, always for everything. Oh, my God. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like already fully invested in Time Lord and how cool it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I haven't had a chance to use it. And that's my frustration a little bit with some of this workflow stuff is figuring out, like, how do I get the interface all set up? So because I don't I've thought about buying another Cintiq and it just doesn't seem it's yeah. pretty expensive. Yeah. But even beyond that, it it just doesn't work as well as I feel like it even used to. Like, I think I got my Cintiq in like 2012 or like yeah. 2013 mm-hmm. or something. That's not too long ago. No, know. but it, it, it like worked fine at that point. And just like as the years have gone by, you know, I, I it's there's all these technological complaints. I have to go in and I have to like check all these things or whatever, yeah. or like roll back the drivers or whatever. There's always these technical mm. issues that make it so frustrating to use. And it's just been and I just sit on my iPad and procreate. And it's like, hey, no problem. No problem yeah. at all. Have you like, tried I don't have connecting to worry about it that. like a, uh, with the iPad as like a tablet? I know you can yeah. do that with some programs. So I took a cursory look at some of these because I kind of like one time I tweeted and I was just like, should I get a Cintiq? Because I really want to do this again. And, you know, then we kind of got into these discussions where I was like, I don't really want to mess with this. I use an Intuos tablet all the time, too. Mm-hmm. And even mm-hmm. that it's like fr- frustrating enough to use in Photoshop that I'm just like, don't want to. Mm-hmm. I just don't yeah. want to mess with it. I don't, and I don't I feel like their the customer service world. is that responsive, unfortunately. Yeah. So I just like I've you know been wary of that, but the stuff that I've looked at for connecting your iPad and using it as a tablet hasn't been very satisfactory to me, which yeah. is kind of unfortunate. And if there was just a way to get that working, I also would still like you, it to be larger for that you kind would of thing. Think that Apple would have something, you know. To yeah, make if it y'all are cooking like it up, that. I just yeah. This is like I never do this, and I want to just like write Apple an email and be like, just make a big iPad. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Just add yeah. this to the pile yeah. of, I'm Just sure, millions of other Come people on. who are asking for this. Yeah. Please make yeah. me a big iPad and let me staple it to... Because I'm on PC, too. I, I wonder if people have used Sidecar mm-hmm. with their iPad and then, like, done yes. art stuff with it. I'd love to know if that works and is good because I, I can't. I don't have a Mac anymore. I'm, like, fully out of the Mac world now, Yeah. Oh, um, okay. which is wild. But I wish, I wish I had that to use. I forget it exists all the time because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately. <clears throat> I hope that's not what they tell me. Like, hey, just like kick rocks and like buy a Mac because I like <laughs> I can't do it. But I'll buy a big buy a iPad. Mac Mini for that, you know. Yeah, me yeah. honestly, like set yeah. up some kind of, you know, if I'm in a situation where I'm using that. So Dan Marino just mentioned Duet Display, and I like tried it, and it wasn't great. And I don't yeah, want to pay. I, I honestly don't want to pay like ten bucks a month or however much it was to just. Yeah be able to have like yeah i don't know it's just a little frustrating to me i'm definitely starting to feel subscription fatigue too which is totally right. absolutely absolutely uh, i gotta run to the restroom y'all i'll be right back i was just y'all thinking keep the same all right 
<laughs> I no, also have the, to. The subscription, the subscription, yeah. Like, I mean, it, it's cool having a bunch of these things, but it's like, okay, now I've really got to dive down deep and figure out which ones I, I really want, you know? Yeah. Because it would be cool. So we've got an Envato Elements subscription, you know? And I've got a Red Giant Universe subscription. Yeah, the Red Giant you know? thing is exactly what I was thinking about. The Red Red Giant Universe, like, I, I just don't use it enough. I don't yeah. use it enough. And I hate when I've got one project that requires it. And I'm like, yeah. or I have to go back to an old project. And it's like, okay, well, I guess I got to spend my 30 or 60 bucks this month, you know, yeah. to do it just for one plug-in. And then, but Envato Elements, I use for almost every project. You know, it's like that one is yeah, very I, worth it to me. I will keep paying the $33 a month in order to get unlimited, like, yeah. graphics and videos and sound effects and whatever. It's like, I, I don't know how they're making their money because, you know. No, I actually, I also have an Envato Elements subscription because it just came up enough. Like, any freelance project I'm doing, even if it's small, I might need to pull a stock image or yeah. something. Or I was even yeah. doing Instagram, these animated Instagram stickers for Plan B, which was a mm-hmm. great project and I loved it. And I also did uh-huh. that in Procreate. Um, uh-huh. But to send them the comps, like, I made, you know, like, here's a fake little Instagram screen so you can see how they right. would look when they're playing on and i drop like different stock images right in there and it's just like a little boost that like makes your stuff look better yeah and, like helps yeah, you yeah. sell an idea yeah and i was like this is totally worth the money but you're right i i didn't notice until recently and again it's freelancing for secret powers and so like trap code stuff comes up a lot mm-hmm. and um i didn't realize so like i would buy the full suite of trap code like every yeah. you know every other year or whatever like whenever it really like i need to upgrade this and now it's a subscription situation, and I'm like, I can't justify this. Yeah. I can't justify it, and it's really expensive, and I think that's great, but it's just like, I'm not a studio, so I don't need yeah. to pay for this. Yeah. But that also sucks, because now I feel like I would only use Trap, like, particular very sparingly, maybe, but I yeah. loved having access to it, and it could add so much to it. But, like, I can't afford to be shelling out this money to just have it available, like, at any right. whim right. or I'm on also- my... No, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I also heard a few people complaining in the Slack just recently where it's like, it's along the same lines where, okay, well, now I've got to pay for the subscription or something. Oh, but yeah. you don't have the old version that I was working on. It's a new version. And now it yeah. looks different, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, I don't know. I, I heard a lot of people complaining about that and talking about, you know, Red Giant versus like something like Sapphire from Boris Effects, you know? And it's like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. The Envato it's elements, just tough. Though, I, I, I really, I really like it. Like, so what's funny is like, yeah. anytime I need something, like if I need like a sound effect or something, I'll go there. Right. Or if it's like, I know I need a piece. Like, so I, 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 uh, <laughs> I will sometimes look like, so I, I, I found some like ink drops, you know, some of those transitions and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, well, I can't find any, like, footage, but I know there's a bunch of After Effects templates and stuff. Yeah. So I'll just grab one of those, you know, and inside those, they've got actual footage and stuff like that of ink drops. So it's like, I'll just yeah. r- straight up rip the uh, the project, you know, and use it however I need it. Yeah, it's super. And, like, so it was weird for me to wrap my head around because my first real job, I feel like, was at the Atlantic where we were just totally on our own. There's yeah. no budget for anything. So it's like, just make the stuff and like whatever you can make in this time, that's yeah. what we're using. Sometimes yeah. we'd have access to like 
photos of, you know, politicians or whatever it was through like AP Uh images or something. But like no stock stuff. Like, no, it was all just like, what can you birth into the world with your own two hands in two weeks? Like, go. Right. Which I guess was great in a lot of ways for me to develop skills. But when I went to Secret Powers, it's totally different. Like you use stock for so many things. Mm -hmm. You use stock for effects and, you know, for like comping just little things in or like if I need to add a particular type of glow to this shot, it might be more effective for me to use some kind of stock element and throw that in there and like work it until it looks good instead of just noodling around with glow effects for a thousand years. Whatever. It just depends on what it is. Um, And that really opened up a lot of my thinking it was really funny i'm like oh this is like what so many mograph people have like done in their careers that is totally new for me and they use envato elements otherwise i never it's actually really funny because i didn't realize that it would be as like widespread of a thing yeah but like when i left secret power i did a series of book cover animations uh for like there was this whole, it was like eight books or something, seven or eight books, and they all had a similar illustrated art style. And then the mm-hmm. theme of the books was all like elemental magic kind of stuff. So they wanted every book to reflect whatever the like main theme was. So one of them's like mm-hmm. ocean, like water stuff. So yeah. they want this ink illustration to animate on with water effects. I'm like, I'm going to do all of this with footage. Yeah. All of it. And yeah. so in Vado Elements, I mean, I used other stock mm-hmm. sources as well, but yeah. I'm like taking all these like crashing ocean wave shots and then just like layering them and like treating them in After Effects to make a mat that looked cool yep. and like got all, you know, and it, I wouldn't have been able to do that otherwise. And it totally made sense yeah. budget wise to do that. And like they got anything on there. Like yeah. one of them was like earth stuff. So I got like shaking like i like crackly earth footage and then i'd like add shake and shit like mm-hmm. that in after effects like make <laughs> it look like you know earth magic or whatever yeah and it totally worked and i don't know what else i would have done because like stock video i just it's expensive it is like, yeah this is just yeah. an ad for envato elements i guess but honestly I know, right? like <laughs> for freelance yeah, just, stuff like it's been a great resource yeah and jeff says it's hard to beat the price it's true yeah, yeah it always- is it's like Nothing. thirty-five really? dollars a month or something, and that's if you're paying and monthly. If you're paying yearly, it's less than that. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. A lot of times I do. I just do a year because yeah. I'm like, what am I? Yeah, I'm gonna use it. Like I might as well. Yeah, and a lot of times you just want to like pull one or two little elements, and you see them inside of a project, and you're like, I'm just yep. gonna buy that After Effects project. Yep. Pull out those two HUD elements and then modify them. Yeah. You know, yeah. such a great starting. And when you're point. in such a big rush to get something done, you know, it's it's nice to just be there yeah for one project i was like okay so you know we've got to create all these boards and animations and stuff just like grab as many illustrator files as you possibly can throw them in there you know work smarter not harder yeah yeah exactly yeah that's what it's all about there's even brushes and stuff on there too are there really a ton but yeah there's like procreate brushes Hmm. or photoshop brushes and different stuff on there it's just like it's kind of one of those things that if you're thinking about buying something for a project like you you might just take a look and see what they have yeah just in case because if you're already subscribed to it that could save you some money yeah totally i was gonna ask you about brushes and stuff too do you have like a a good library of brushes textures all of that so i'll be right back now okay (laughs) um yeah the oh my god what is the link it's funny because like so for for procreate brushes which is really where my head is at right now in the brush 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 game i'm basically exclusively using max pack brushes which max i found pack. a gum road link i'm gonna post i have it. a lot of the true grit texture pack stuff have you seen true grit oh yeah yeah that i haven't used good. those but i've seen them around 
Yeah. I haven't used What's, that many. I guess I'm sticking to this one like really specific style a lot of the time too. Yeah. And the Max Pack really covers that, but there it's like gua it's like very like Disney art vibes. Max Pack. Unsurprisingly. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I have like a the gouache Max Pack and the comics one is like some really nice inking brushes. Um, but it's all like very illustrative and it's so nice and it's honestly not bad. I'm pretty sure he, he has this essentials pack of like a, a variety pack of different brushes, but I think it's like $5 and it's honestly a pretty good deal. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just noticed too. He has this paper pack, which is really cool. I haven't used that, but it's just so you can like make your project look a little bit more like it's like actually traditionally made and have like a background texture and stuff like that. That's um, what I have from True Grit. Yeah, I like these yeah, pa- I the paint brushes here. These are looking pretty good. Yeah, just packs. unreal what yeah. people are doing with this stuff. And I'm using it pretty simplistically, I feel like, in comparison. But, oh, Procreate. Such a good program. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, and then mixing things like the paints with those particular check, textured papers. Like, I don't know if you can see very well on the, the screen this, this one here on the left in particular, but it's kind of that dotted paper almost uh, yeah you know it's for watercolor but i don't know what it's called i'm not i'm not that i'm not good enough of an artist to know yeah i feel like i called. should know that and i couldn't yeah. tell you but uh yeah getting all those papers and then i'll try and find the the true grit stuff too because that's let's see they have some really great like what is it called is it called stipple oh yeah the stipple brushes i've seen these yeah yeah, there's a lot of those on True Grit. We're talking about, uh, see, yeah, here it is. Brush packs. Like the different types of brush and texture packs. Juicy uh, They do a lot of that. They do a lot of the, uh, what do you call it? Um, mind is blank. The, the, the dots. The, yeah, like halftone? Uh, halftone, yeah, yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like a today. vintage kind of look. Ooh, these halftone brushes look very nice. Yeah. Some of the stuff that they have, like some of the comic book, like old comic book looking stuff is great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think so honestly, good. like something that really is working for me in Procreate and why I've sort of, I don't know, if they could just get my iPad to work or like, you know, keep pushing Procreate as a program because I'm here for it. It just It's like the closest tie between actually working in like physical illustration medium in a way that Procreate or like Photoshop never felt exactly right to me. And I could yeah. never kind of get that yeah. feeling. And like Procreate is the closest I've ever been. And then you can freaking animate it. I don't know. Yeah. It's like if I could sit at my art desk and like paint a painting and then animate it. Procreate is like getting there for me. Yeah. And that's really working. Like the way that I work and the, the type of work that I want to do is a lot of that. So we're, it just keep going, Procreate. I love yeah, you so much. For sure. You're so good. I need you to teach me Procreate. <laughs> oh really yeah maybe i will do that i'll consider (laughs) i'll take that under advisement yeah there's so much about it It, it's such a it it, like i know photoshop you know but there it was that was the hardest thing with procreate i i found myself following a lot of procreate people on like tiktok you know yeah uh, or liking specific procreate things and then the algorithm gives me plenty of more procreate things you know and yeah. I found learning a lot of stuff in Procreate specifically, like, because it's it's totally different than Photoshop in the fact that you're, like, using your 
swipes and you know yeah like a a a like a uh a, a uh like a touch user interface versus like a drop down user interface or something yeah. like mm-hmm. that you know and it's that much was, more intuitive I, I i didn't feel like it was though like it's not once you and i will totally agree with you because it's like the only software i can think of in recent history that i had to read the manual <laughs> right but like once right. you know how to do it and you're just then i feel like it's intuitive in the mm-hmm. moment and right. like in Photoshop, it just feels a little clunky where I'm like, I got to stop and I got to click this thing and whatever. I grabbed right. the wrong layer and da, da, da. And sometimes that still happens in Procreate. Like, I'm not going to act like it's magically perfect, right. but it is a little bit easier. I just feel like I'm a little more in it and a little more like, let me just like cut and paste this like, da, da, da you know, and Photoshop. I'm just like, OK, like, let me yeah. navigate to this menu. And there's a million different things. And it's like Photoshop or Procreate just looks clean yeah mm-hmm. are there any keyboard shortcuts i know that's dumb like, <laughs> say you've got like a bluetooth keyboard attached to it you know mm. I, don't I don't know, know. i've never done that so I, yeah i couldn't tell be you interesting you know because like i i feel like in photoshop i can work pretty efficiently with a lot of the keyboard shortcuts yeah, that yeah. Know, like yeah. create a new layer versus like plus new layer or whatever yeah you know? and there are things in procreate that i actually think are clunky and i wish they could kind of address in that way i wish there were faster ways to do it like merging Mm -hmm. layers sometimes is annoying to me because you you stack them and then you have to pinch them and it doesn't always kind of work and so there there are definitely things that could use improvement yeah um but i'm i'm very happy with like how it is now and i Mm -hmm. have this vision for what it could be that i hope it is and i want it so bad yeah um seems yeah, like they listening. just keep going the way they're going like yeah. it really does i was so pleased when they put animation into yeah. it and yeah. i just like seeing that and how well they did it <clears> i was just like like i would love to make even bigger projects than the one i made all in procreate because yeah. it just works for me i gotta call me <laughs> I, I, I got a script we can work together i got a script <laughs> Yeah, we got this let's do I wrote, it I, I wrote one like 10 years ago that i've been waiting to do i just i don't i don't know how to animate I don't know how to animate in 2D. Yeah, that's all I do these be days. I don't know how to animate. Come on. <laughs> I've never done it. What is a keyframe? <laughs> what is a keyframe? We've come back full By circle. Who all is right. a keyframe? James is, is talking about Coral Painter. You remember Coral, Coral Draw? Coral Draw. Yeah. Like, yeah, everybody, it was like, do you use Photoshop or do you use Coral Draw? I never used that. Yeah. I used PaintShop Pro back in the day. Nice. Oh, yeah. Anybody, when we didn't have Photoshop and... I barely recall this. I don't know. God knows where well, he, it is now. He was talking oh, about like Coral Painter. Like they they had like really good use of of brushes. Remember? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they like I feel like before Photoshop Coral was like yeah, here's like yeah. a million different paint brushes. I never really knew Pens. anybody that used Coral and I never did, but it definitely felt like Photoshop was always trying to have it all in classic mm-hmm. Adobe style, I guess, where it was like, it's a photo classic editing thing. Adobe. And then people mm-hmm. were like, but I also, like animating in Photoshop, I liked to do, I love animators toolbar still, because it mm-hmm. just, I think Time Lord is kind of missing some of the, maybe it doesn't need it really, but like animators toolbar would just make it easy to like snip a layer to exactly the right number of frames or whatever. Like, so I still use it for cleaning up my Procreate animation. I usually mm-hmm. use animators toolbar in Photoshop, to just kind of tidy it up before I take it in I After don't know Effects. any of that. I don't know what animator's well, toolbar is. I would be. It's really just like a, an, it's a Photoshop extension mm-hmm. that helps you animate. If you want to do frame by frame in Photoshop, it's like it's just a little toolbar that you can put right at the top of your timeline. And it's quick shortcuts like adding a new frame or increasing the number of frames that that layer 
like okay. is on the screen gotcha. and it just you know and then you can even like there's like quick color coding shortcuts so you can color code sections of your animation all of it just to kind of streamline that process but it's funny because it's like that's not what photoshop was made for it's not it just happens right. to have these tools for some reason right. and you can do great stuff i used to i still love animators toolbar i just don't use it as much now that i don't have like a screen tablet ready to go mm-hmm. um and if you do i still highly recommend checking it out even in tandem with time lord i think it would work really well because it doesn't have any like export features or anything like that it's purely to help you get the job done mm-hmm. but it's pretty cool and then like photoshop is just it's doing all these things i mean i don't know maybe people edit photos and procreate but i don't think so like i don't yeah i don't yeah, think that i don't that, know, I don't I don't know how so. that would yeah i think people would use what lightroom or whatever that's called is that what it is well for cutting yeah, out yeah lightroom stuff, is yeah. more yeah but then yeah, there's still photoshop it's photoshop. just one of those weird things yeah. that photoshop is still here doing all these different things mm-hmm. even when even adobe is like but also lightroom which i don't right. really know anything about because i'm not a photo right. person but like same here <laughs> see i'm big into light or i was big into lightroom until the iphone made it way too easy <laughs> to take good pictures but yeah yeah thank god for that honestly for me i don't know what i'm doing Kansas is uh, Windows Paint is what we all started out as uh, with as a kid. Ash says Ash, Mario that's true. Paint. Mario Paint. Can yeah, I tell Mario Paint was I, the bomb. I yeah. think I hope my parents still have this and they might not because I've always wanted to find it again. But I won a digital art competition in grade school that probably had like five people in it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even go to the thing. <laughs> but I made an image in Paint in Microsoft Paint. That nice. was called Hospital Crisis, and it was an old man <laughs> running away from a burning hospital. <laughs> oh, <all laughs> and right. it's just this like really dumb mouse drawn image in paint of like an old man, but he had like shake lines too, uh-huh. and he's like with a cane, like running away from a hospital, and the hospital's on fire. And I just I have this vivid memory of it with like a huge like first place like blue ribbon on it, and I was just That's like. Funny. I'm in eighth grade and I'm like already a little terrorist. Like, I don't <laughs> Next know. Next time you I'd find it, you need it to tweet it out. I want to see I, that. Yeah. yeah. I got to ask. It might be lost to time, but like maybe it exists. We'll see. It time exists will tell. somewhere. I've been yeah. waiting to drop that anecdote for years. I just never have anyone. <laughs> it's one of those things where I look back on myself and I'm like, you were okay. <laughs> kind of a weird kid. Yeah. But like, that's funny. Yeah, I think the first time I touched Photoshop was version 3, but I played with other stuff before that, like Autodesk Animator and MS-DOS and wow. um, yeah. And then back on the Color Computer 3 and like TRS-80, there were a couple small programs you could use. There was something called, I think it was called Microsoft Desktop, and it would go on to basic computers. And it was kind of like a Windows interface, but it had a little paint program in it. Interesting. You know. Yeah, actually, this isn't the same. I never was blessed to experience Mario Paint, but there was this Lion King computer game that I really liked when I was a kid. It had a bunch of mini games in it, you know? It was just, like, whatever. But there was a painting thing in that game, and I Mm. remember painting really, really terrible drawings (laughs) of lions in that. I was so young. I don't remember exactly how old I was, but, like... It's one of those, just like a small window of the screen is what you could paint in and everything else was just like a Lion King UI with like Mm -hmm. little Rafiki pots of like color or whatever, like stuff like that. That's funny. The Tiny Toons had their cartoon maker and the Nintendo. I don't remember that. Like, Remember you could make your own cartoons? I remember, I remember Mario Paint. Mario Paint was awesome. Like Mario Paint sounds cool. Yeah. 
like it, like using the mouse was crazy. And there were so many different things you could do in it, you know, not just painting, but then like, you know, also like just filling in lines and stuff like that or well, making allegedly music. you could make music, making music. It was amazing. You know, you should YouTube some of the uh, oh, Mario yeah. paint like wow. music songs and like it's so good like because you'd have all these different weird sound effects like a cat and a dog and a pig you know along with all the you know mario sound effects and actual notes and stuff like that it was so cool all the music that people enjoyed and novelty music people enjoyed in the 90s Mm -hmm. like the barking dogs for the christmas music and their whole album (laughs) Orf, 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 orf. classic yeah yeah. How was that again, Dan? It is cool, though. Like, all this stuff is so <laughs> it was, formative. It was the type of thing you listen to in between watching episodes of Home Improvement. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Now that's a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> that's an old... I knew that was coming, Dave. I knew it yeah. was coming, too. Well, it's yeah, the, yeah. Only, <laughs> the only timeless part of that. That's funny. Lives to this day. <laughs> Uh? Oh and then you gosh. see the you see the meme with the the dude and the butterfly. This is comedy. Oh right. Yeah. People That's liked people it though. Liked like that then. show was yeah. on for like ten years. Yeah, yeah. Shocking. Good old JTT. JTT. I, hey, I got a couple. Remember that. <laughs> He's a dreamboat. Yeah, uh, I got a couple links for you. If you want some links, we we only have two links. So it's just real fast here. We've got one that actually Nick sent me. Uh, it says you. It's called you and that thing you love. This is because it reminded him of our conversation that we had. I don't remember which episode that was when we were talking about what happens if you go blind in your emotion. Oh, right, person. Right, right, and right. This is right. about. Um, skateboarding somebody who is a skateboarder who lost their vision huh oh, and, wow. uh, just talking about that whole th- i mean when when that's what you fully rely on for yeah. something that's like your thing you know what you go through but uh, also that and um oh uh uh mark sent me his new trailer for profanity creative Ooh. We'll put that out there too so uh check out that trailer uh real actually not trailer mm-hmm. and th- that's about it that's all i had in the links we did i did have another note in here about 3090s we did get yeah. those other 3090s but yeah we now have yeah. six 3090s between yeah. the two of us yeah why awesome. not i want i want more why wouldn't you i want more <laughs> that render power right more, need that more. that crypto mining power i was right gonna now. say that's what all matt wants i've made do. i've made more money crypto mining than i have actually rendering you know <laughs> videos I right. guess that's the world we live in today. Right. I will say it's nice, though, like having because my secondary machine, I, I I got rid of all my 980 Ti's. I sold them all on eBay within like a day. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, going for was, good money. Yeah. I mean, they're going I, I was able to sell them for at least, you know, anywhere from 200 to 250 bucks, you know, so it's great. Uh, I'm going to use that for a new Herman Miller embody chair. Maybe nice. It's only yeah, $1,500. dollars. Oh ridiculous. Yeah, mm-hmm. so ridiculous. So, um, but it's nice having an actual secondary computer that can you know run good stuff. I've got a thirty ninety and twenty eighty twenty seventy super in there, 
and then I, I I rearranged like the cards, so I had to get a new uh, a new power supply. And then turns out that the power supply is really wonky, and it wouldn't like accept the the cables that I originally had. You know, yeah, even though they weird. were the same, so like it was hard to like shove them in there and stuff. So like I reran their cables that they gave, which sucked because I had to take it off the wall because I've got my computers on my wall. Um, so I had to take it so off. So I'm not looking forward to wiring yeah, yeah, yeah. mine. But I I rewired it and I moved around some cards and stuff like that to give it more airflow. And since then, I've been able like my temperatures haven't been that that high. And so we've the been thing working is, on a project, and I actually am uh, network rendering, and man, it's going so fast. Those 3090s are so fast. Yeah. So Once I good. take this, uh, these two cheesy. 2080s out of here and put in that new 3090 and the new power supply to, yeah. to power all of this, literally nothing about my computer is going to be the same from this year except for the case except and, for the, and case. the M2 drive. Yeah. The Holy M2 shit. drive. Yeah. It's totally tin manned. It is. That's why I like I yeah. uh, that's why I like PCs, you know? It's like if you're going for a Mac, it's like, all right, let's buy another Mac, you know? I know. Right. That's so. why I mean and I haven't done anything with my PC since I built it like a yeah. year and a half ago or however long ago. But yeah. it's nice to know. I don't know. It's hard for me to imagine going back. And yeah. I don't you even bitch. do any like super juicy render stuff. It's just <laughs> but it is fast. It's all yeah. get out. And yeah. You built it yourself. It plays great video game. Well, really, Neil kind of helped a lot putting <laughs> it physically together uh-huh. because of I don't understand how that stuff works. It made me so nervous. Yeah. Oh, and he's still computer to this day boy. makes me nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't realize until we like sat down with all the pieces and then he was like, at this part, you got to be really careful. Yeah. So like I watched yeah. him do a lot of it, to be honest, and like give mm-hmm. him his full credit. And like a lot of people, a lot of different people helped me pick out the parts. Yeah. I took yeah. advice from a lot of different areas, like MoGraph yeah. people, which I really appreciated because it was all new to me. And funny, I was kind of doing it in mind with maybe doing more 3D stuff because I thought I was going to freelance at mm-hmm. that point, And then I didn't. Mm-hmm. So things just didn't like go how I expected. But it's nice to have all that yeah, energy totally. in there. What's, what the, what's what? the specs? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't even ask me to rattle that off off the top of my head because I right. don't know. I got a the video card. That, I couldn't tell you. I could not. I don't remember at this point what it was. Uh, That's but you, you know, can run Octane, right, or Redshift if you want. You're in yeah. Nvidia. Yeah, yeah all okay. of that was. I'm trying to remember whose website it was because it was so helpful, Sage? and I want to name drop it. Probably yeah, Sage. It was, right? it was, yeah, yeah. His, um, yeah. like tier of like computers yeah. and like different builds, and like I lo- I referenced that very heavily. Yeah, mine ended up being somewhere in between. Yeah. two different ones, but like. It's a pretty juicy build for what it was. I just like I haven't retained any of that knowledge. I'm so yeah. bad at that kind of stuff. Every time, I can't keep track of it. Every time I'm going to build a new machine or buy an upgraded part, I always hit up Sage first and just say, yeah. "Hey, what what should I get?" Like the, this that. last one, we we bought uh, you know the Threadripper car uh, uh, CPUs and they just weren't very good. And so mm. I hit up Sage and I was like, "Hey, if you could build like your dream machine, what what would you get?" <laughs> and then I just bought that. <laughs> Yeah, that's wise. <laughs> yeah. I did, this is funny, too. I just said in the chat about, like, video games, but honestly, like, that's the biggest benefit to my life at this point mm-hmm. is that, like, all my PC games look fucking awesome. Yeah. And I never thought I right would now? care. Like, Hades mostly, which I guess isn't. Okay. Like, I don't it know does that look, one. You don't know Hades? Oh, I don't know I mean, Hades. It's like, it's like a roguelike, essentially. A lot of it is, like, the artwork is 2D, but it also, you can cross-play on the Switch, so I bought it on the Switch first. Uh-huh. And, um... 
But then I bought it. I could just play the same save file on PC now cool. too, and like go back and forth, which rules. Yeah, but now I only awesome. play it on PC because it actually does look so freaking yeah. good and crisp on yeah. PC. Like, mm-hmm. are you still playing Animal Crossing at all? <laughs> Not really. Yeah, my wife's That's like so four hundred hours into Animal Crossing. Mine, I'm pretty sure hit 700. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Oh wow! Yeah, it may I'm be more. Sure it, it may be more. I don't know, but like between Oof. she plays every every single night. She has played every single night since it came out, and she wasn't. She's not Jeez. a video game person. She's not yeah. at all. And so you know, I do think a lot of the people who are still playing are kind of in that yeah area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which so. I think is great. Like, and in some ways, I like miss it. It's gonna be weird logging back in at some point in the future, yeah. and just being like, oh my god, like I built this whole town yeah. essentially, yeah. <laughs> and then like I just pieced out after yeah. a while. That that but was that was on. me too. Is like once I made millions of bells i was like all right i, I, don't, yeah, I was like i'm good i'm, I'm retiring <laughs> yeah i got all the cute animals i wanted i actually yeah. was playing a ton of halo over christmas oh yeah which one really uh, all of them yeah i wasn't playing multiplayer although i miss multiplayer halo really mm. bad i used to play that a ton yeah. like, in college i loved multiplayer halo but i just was like oh man you know like master chief collection it's yeah. been a long time yeah, and yeah. i bought a bunch of them on pc yeah i like played through the whole halo one campaign on legendary because i couldn't remember if i'd ever done it before uh-huh. but i did that and then i was like i'm gonna play all these on legendary and then like halfway through halo 3 i just kind of like burnt out on it oh man you gotta come <laughs> play halo 5 with us we still Xbox, play all the yeah. time on Xbox. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like we have a whole crew. We have a of like Halo 15. group. Yeah. Where we no kidding. I'm probably gonna suck night. real bad though. That's I'm like oh, nervous that's okay. to play. I'm the worst. I'm I'm the okay. worst player. Like yeah, Matt's all I do is play. complain the entire time about how bad I am at Halo. <laughs> because he won't play with us enough. We we no, we don't play it's every because night. All of but we y'all play are often. Too good. That's what it's like. Yeah, you know? everybody's so yeah. good because they've been playing Halo forever, and like I haven't really played it much since COD. And I'm like, wait, shit. Like I'm yeah. gonna be so bad at this. People are just gonna be. I wasn't ever great. I was always like the average person on the team. I was always yeah. like fine, but See, that's not good. doing See, amazing. I'm always the last. Always the okay. last well, one then, I'm yes, playing against them. Play. <laughs> but when I play online, I'm one of the top people because That's I'm good. always having to play against people who are much, much better than me. You yeah. Know? See, it helps. That's the thing. Playing with your yeah. friends helps get you better. So you got to play more often with us, Matt. Sure. We're always missing you. If y'all would actually play at like seven o'clock instead of two in the morning. You know, yeah, that's, gonna be a, that's a barrier. Once for my me. kids start sleeping in a little bit later, you know. Yeah. Then I'm maybe I'll join it. you. The sagery.com slash builds yes. is is that site, by the mm-hmm, way, mm-hmm. which I, I yeah. did want to mention. Yeah. So you Thank can, you. It was so yeah. amazing. It's super helpful, informative, so great. Yes. Sage, yeah, the Sage mere of Shadows. Mortal he is the build. uh he is the moderator for the Cinema 40 subreddit and yeah. also all around badass. But he lists these. I'm and looking the at my video picker. card now. Oh man, yeah, such a great I need resource. To know. <clears throat> Display adapters. It's a twenty eighty. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ti. You can mine Get some job Bitcoin done. with that. Yeah, you can. you can make some money on the side there. Yeah. I don't know if I will do that. Yeah. The crypto thing is something I'm just not part of, not partaking in that. Yeah, it's it. I don't know. Like, I only started doing it again recently, and I've I've mined like. Three hundred dollars, you know, yeah. uh, which is nice. Uh, the, the price is so high right now that it's like, okay, it costs me a dollar fifty a day to run these cards, electricity wise. 
So I ended up spending like forty dollars last month in electricity, but I made two hundred and forty. You know, it's all a mm-hmm. mystery so, to me. Yeah, it, it, you money. can set it up know. really fast. I don't know about that. The scary part is that your computer is constantly telling you you have a virus, and you're like, okay, <laughs> all right. Ooh, no, I that's guess so stressful. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, Coinbase is great. I transferred Matt some Coinbase yeah. money the other <laughs> night, so it it worked pretty quick and easy and yeah you can set up an account in minutes yeah it really doesn't take nice. much anyway we we came up with it. a game for julie's birthday <laughs> yeah and i think it was, i accidentally it was, invented a fun game it was round robin speed uh jenga jenga right so you've got 20 seconds to oh uh, take your jenga piece and put it up back up at the top if you if you don't get it in time you're out and That's so if you stressful. knock it over you, yeah i know it's great yeah so and, and each time somebody knocks out and you re and you re rack. See, we we had an iPad sitting there oh, and yeah, it yeah. would it would do a twenty second timer and make a beep and start over every twenty seconds. Yeah. And every time That's somebody hilarious. failed or it fell, we'd have to take five seconds off the clock. So the yeah, next yeah. time, fifteen seconds a piece. Yeah. So and we got down going in at the last round. We finally got down to like ten seconds a piece, and I ended up winning. Because I yeah. had nice been drinking. So that's your halo. Doing, yeah, yeah. And I, I had, uh, I had casino chips. There you go. The casino oh, chips actually had Bitcoin go. written on them. Point yeah. zero 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 one four Bitcoin a piece, yeah. like five yeah. bucks. So yeah. when you lose, you got to throw your Bitcoin on the table. Yeah, and it wow. piles up. The winner gets all the Bitcoin. Yeah. So I won thirty dollars. That's wild. Yeah. Hey, that's It'll the coronavirus times. Yeah, we got yeah. all this. Yeah. You'll be mad you gave me that million dollars worth of Bitcoin one day. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Remember that time you won a million dollars playing Jenga? Yeah. God. In the before time. In the before time. Oh, man. It's funny. Oh, anything else? I think we've covered all the things. Yeah. Like I said. Caitlin, I love having you on the show. It's great to to talk to you guys again. It's been a hot minute. Well, I guess it could have been yesterday for all I know. I don't know. I don't know what time it is anymore. But like... (laughs) Yeah, it's been great catching it. <clears throat> we appreciate you coming on short notice too. We had to yeah, kind totally. of rearrange the schedule. The My last pleasure. Second. I'm always here to be just kick that guy off. Yeah, kick him off. <laughs> you don't need to be on. I'll be yeah, on. that's why we don't have. Uh, that's why we don't have too much to talk about today. And plus, it's a holiday, you know. Yeah. So. All good. Word. Yeah. I'm here to chill. <clears throat> if people want to find you, I need interwebs. to get back to work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um. um if, yeah, if people want to find you or your your new updates or or see some drawings on your stories and whatnot, where can they find you? You can find me anywhere at Kate Kaju, which I'll type in the chat because you know I got one of those weird names with too many letters in it. Uh huh. Um, I'm, that's katekaju.com. It's my website, or I'm at Kate Kaju on any of your stuff, your apps and whatnot. If you want to listen to our podcast, you can obviously find it on the Mograph.com website. Yeah. We also have cartoonfeelings.com, which maybe we'll have cool stuff on it. I don't know. We got the episodes on there, too. And, it's um, pretty. Yeah. Thank you. Again, yeah. stole a lot of that mid-century vibe for that. And <laughs> we're at Feeling Cartoons on Instagram, which I'm turning into my own, like, animation, concept art, inspiration, whatever feed mm-hmm. on Instagram, which cool. honestly is very pleasurable to curate that stuff. Like, I yeah. never knew how fun that can actually kind of be. So... Feel free to check that out if you would like, if that seems cool to you. Cool. Are you going to um, do a piece of art for every episode? Or? No, for, for, well, for episode artwork, we've just been t- using screen grabs and like putting our logo on it 
Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Okay, stuff because cool. it's too much. We'd love to do. You know, hopefully we'll get to a point where we're doing some, you know, original art for it because it's fun. And I actually want (laughs) to do one for I have some more posts ready to go, but I kind of want to add some artwork that doesn't exist yet. So I have to make it before I can do that. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's been a really nice project in this time. Honestly, if there's one more way I can recommend our podcast, hopefully, is if you are a big nerd about cartoons specifically and animation stuff. I mean, it has been really nice as a way to just like not be thinking about any stressful stuff. Sure. At this time, like, especially, like we are really geeking out on this stuff hard. <laughs> like, we're being really over-analytical and, like, nitpicky about stuff. But, like, it's fun. You know, I look forward to us recording all the time because it's just Would nice to talk about that. Would you recommend people watching, like, the movies that you're talking about before oh. yeah, listening yeah. to the episode? We definitely... Like, getting a refresher? We definitely yeah. spoil well, be spoilers. It. Right. Yeah, yeah, we super spoil it. It's... Right now, so the first few episodes that are up, we, like, didn't have much of a structure yet. So, like, if if you haven't seen Pixar movies, like, we're just, we're talking about anything that happened in any of them. It's a total yeah. free-for-all. So, yeah. yeah. Later on, we're we're getting into a better format where we spend, like, the first half of the show kind of talking about, like, the director or, like, the teams that made it, you know, the credentials, mm-hmm. like, how it was received, what else was out at the time that it came out. Just, like, a bunch of different stuff. And then the last half, we kind of will, like, actually do... Not scene by scene, Mm -hmm. really, per se, but we talk about, like, the meat of the movie. So the last half is, like, more of the spoiler zone, and we try to avoid that. But with the episodes that are actually out right now, it's sort of like, you should just watch the movies, probably. Unless you just want to hear somebody kind of tear apart Incredibles 2 and, like, why did they make such a bad sequel (laughs) to this good movie? I don't know. Which is, like, all we talk about. Any of the Cars movies? Uh, Not really. Um, We acknowledge that they exist. Yeah. We're not mean I, about it, but no, we don't really hmm. talk about it. Why is that? I was not a Why Cars person. I don't like Cars. I don't hate it. I don't think Cars is bad. It's And this is basically all we say about Cars when we get into it. It's like, it's just not for us. It's not for uh-huh. me. And yeah. it's not... It's for like, my kids. Yeah. Like, I actually say that explicitly. Absolutely I say that loved yeah. Cars. I have seen yeah. Cars 1, 2, and 3 a bazillion times. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And that's like, I don't want to shit on any of these movies, especially because I love them. Even the ones where I'm like, this wasn't good or like whatever, like Brave. I talk about Brave and how it could have been so much better than it was. But mm-hmm. I don't dislike mm-hmm. Brave even. It's still a good movie. It's just not right. great in my opinion. And then right. we'll talk mm-hmm. about like why we think that. And it's what that kind the of thing. What about The Good Dinosaur? I, I actually really don't like The Good Dinosaur at all. Yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get through it. Like, but I say this too, like Cars is like a step in that direction. But The Good Dinosaur to me is like, this movie was made for kids. Like, it's mm-hmm. not really for adults. And, like, every other Pixar movie kind of has that, like, here's some stuff for adults in it. And The Good Dinosaur is so basic at the story level yeah, that they just don't. And I don't know why that is or if they did it on purpose or not. It had a really troubled production. So yeah. it could I just be that, that, like, this is what they came out with. Yeah. But it just, yeah, it's like there's nothing in there to really affect you as an adult. Mm-hmm. I've never I even know. heard of it. Yeah, it was. It did. It kind of came and went. It was a so weird, weird. A kind it of was, a bummer because the premise was really cool at first. And then it felt like by the time that it came out, because it was about I was personally excited. Like the promo before they actually the movie came out was like humans and dinosaurs are like living together. And I right. thought it was going to be something a lot more like almost like Monsters, Inc. style where maybe it's like dinosaurs in the modern times or like right. whatever. And I love dinosaurs. So I thought it'd be really cool. And it's just not that at all. It's something very strange. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, then people are saying in the chat, like, soul, like, soul to me, picks, which you haven't seen, but it's the exact so opposite. Good. It's like yeah, the exact so opposite. And I've, I've heard of people be like, my kid enjoyed it and was entertained, but like, didn't get it at all. Because like, the themes right. of that movie are really adult themes. They yeah. are. Yeah. It's really interesting. I liked it a lot. And I like when Pixar does that. But it's like, like Inside Out was this perfect, like 50-50, like kids can enjoy this and understand yeah. the plot. And also yeah. there's some like greater adult themes in here. I loved Inside and then Out. Yeah. Soul like starts to go more into the adult territory even oh, and like deep. leave behind some of the kids stuff. But it's good. See, I definitely recommend checking it out. I, I think I think my biggest issue, like I want to watch Soul just like I wanted to watch Onward, you know. And yeah. there's a whole bunch of movies that I wanted to see, but I only want to see them in the theater. You yeah. know, like I want I do, to experience yeah. like that's the one thing I loved about Pixar movies, even if they were bad, you know, and knowing going into it that it was going to be bad. It's like I like the experience of going. I will go see every single Pixar and every single Disney animated film in the theater. You know? So load Disney yeah. Plus onto yeah. your Oculus Rift and yeah. put it in the right. theater setting yeah. where you can see all Honestly, the seats. Give myself a horrible get some, migraine. Get some I felt popcorn. that way about Wolf Walkers, uh-huh. and I so I and it's only on Apple TV. So if you have Apple TV, you can watch it. But I don't have a way to stream Apple TV because we don't have an Apple TV device, so yeah. I can't watch it on a TV. So I watched it on my iPad, and I watched it with bo- my Bose like sound canceling headphones, mm-hmm. and it was like the closest I could get to that experience. I yeah. was like, I guess I'm just gonna have like a really inner yeah. experience and like try to i don't know but in a way it almost made me just sad because i wanted to yeah. see that movie in the theater and i, I have a really it. hard time lately like i was i was telling you at the beginning of you know before we got on is that i have a really hard time watching movies right now you know they just yeah i, I i've it's it's i don't know maybe it's the fact that i've been on tiktok for way too long you know, for like seven months it's a straight. Your brain. Yeah, yeah, I can only your take things span. in one minute increments. You know, yeah. yeah, like it really has to. I have to have my attention caught at all times. Like I really enjoyed, you know, WandaVision. Um, I'm uh, like, yeah, just obsessed with good. Shit's Creek right now. I'm on the last season. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I would want, I would binge the entire thing if I weren't so incredibly exhausted from having a child. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like a life. But it's like yeah. watching the idea of I want to watch Soul and I want to finish Onward. I bought Onward like the day it came out and I just haven't watched it. You know, yeah. I want to watch both of them, but I just have to be in the right mood. That's why I miss I miss uh, theaters so much. Yeah, I desperately miss theaters. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even I don't know. I didn't make enough time to go to the theater before, even though it's like one of my favorite activities. Yeah. And I was starting to do it more and then coronavirus happened and i'm like yeah you son of a bitch like this sucks and <laughs> yeah it does it makes yeah. me really unhappy but yeah. i don't want to leave it on that downer note but i probably gotta wrap up no yeah. you're fine we're getting out i'm gonna you'll have to for, mm-hmm. i was just gonna say for like a little twist of positivity at the end i'm gonna continue to channel some camp mograph energy yeah and i'm gonna manifest it yeah i'm gonna manifest it so it does happen and it's gonna happen and we're it's all gonna, gonna be happen. great it's going to be awesome. It's going to happen this year, We're 2021, baby. In those hobbit houses and those tree houses. Can I get, do you guys still have my books that I left behind? I do. They're right, uh, they're <laughs> on my shelf right here. Yeah. Do you okay, want me to ship them to you? Book. I can just ship them to you if you want. If you don't mind, I mean, I'll pay for the shipping, yeah, whatever. But if that's too much of a hassle, we can also do that. No, nah, it's all right. I just, like, I'll go ship I, it. I'll there ship have been it, times like, when I want to have them and I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I can't yeah. believe I left those. <laughs> like in driving distance, like whatever. Yeah. But thank you for hanging on to them for You're me. You're welcome. 
Yeah, you'll have Appreciate to join it. Winbush's game night stream yeah. on Saturday night. I I I'd love to do that. Missed it. It looks yeah. fun. I've never watched it, but like I see them tweeting about it though, and I mean they're all good games. So I'm like, this is a good idea. And I remember a few years ago there was a group of us that used to do like Mario Kart and stuff. Yeah. Got like 2016, 2017 era probably, yeah. but it was really great for yeah. like a year or two. We kept that thing going. It was really fun. So always down for MoGraph game stuff. Cool. Yeah, I missed it on Saturday because we just got a random giant project in our lap just out of the blue, yeah. which is great. But <laughs> also, it's yeah, like, okay, we can work. Bad. <laughs> yeah, no fun this weekend. Yeah, so I completely forgot, and I was like over my head, like trying to like figure out some octane technical issue or something. And Winbush was like, "Hey, we're hopping on." I was like, oh, You're like "Man, have fun." Yeah. It sucks. I wanted yeah. to. I would much rather be playing that than figuring out yeah. technical details in octane on Saturday night. But, um. Yeah, yeah, so definitely join in, and uh, you know you can find all the deets on his channel and whatnot. So, yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah, cool. Let's get out of here. Well, we're gonna get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review on your podcatcher of choice. Helps get our ratings up. You can also subscribe to help out with that. You can subscribe to the newsletter, which goes out every month or so. I'm a little <laughs> behind. I don't know if one's gonna go out until February. You know. <laughs> Hey, time's over uh, again. Like, you got all the time in the world. It's not happening yeah. right now. Time yeah. is on. That's right. Yeah. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can say you've been there, done that, got the t-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt, all the profits vintage. tonight go to Doctors Without Borders. It is vintage. The Render Things t-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee. That render is fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear, ironically. Unless, unless you're shams. shams. Yeah. And the MoGraph blandishment throwback. Yep. shirt as well check that out on mograph.com we're on facebook twitter instagram youtube mograph.com hit us up info at mograph.com and send us an email yep you know don't just do the story thing or add us or whatever send us a personal i mean do real life well. email and no, say hey send me a handwritten note this is what <laughs> i want to hear about yeah send <laughs> on us your finest stationery. p.o box 554 <laughs> new york new york New York, New York, New York, seven five seven zero nine. I love that yeah. New York is actually school. zero zero. I think. Yeah, we just said seven I, five. Seven, so that's all. Our, it's all. Our, Texas. I was like, that's so all you're Dallas. in the south yeah. of yeah. the United States. There was some city growing up that my my brother realized that every time there was a contest, you always had to send it to that PO box at that yeah. same place. Every yeah. cereal New York, General New York. Mills ever had. Yeah. How? Brings me back. Brings me back. And that's it. We're done. No more. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye. Until next time. (laughs) I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Caitlin. Have a good one. Later, yo. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SIGGRAPH, HalfRes, and local meetups. Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. 
what if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.